What's up, everybody? This is Edgar Martin from the Q&E Podcast, just bringing you this message that today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. It could be sports, entertainment, or anything else that you feel people might want to listen to. Once again, that's podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot C-O, Podgo. You are now listening to the Q&E Podcast. Is this what you want? Huh? Is this what you want? I'm trying to get again, damn it. What's up, everybody? You are listening to the Q&E Podcast, and you're here with your boy Q Hicks right now. And I got Egga on the other line. Egga, tell the people what's good. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Q&E Podcast. Today, we are joined by a close friend of ours, Basically, like a big brother to us, knowing from the bird, the official cowboy himself, man, Kimani Fleming, man. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, everybody, how y'all doing? I'm Kimani Fleming, man. Um, I'm happy to be on the podcast with these young boys right here. Well, I can't say, can't say young boys, young men. They are men now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm happy to be on y'all podcast, man. Um, thank y'all. Thank y'all, man. <laughs> We're glad to have you on, bro. You want uh, you want them to have your social media? Where can they find okay. you? Okay, well, on Instagram is Caribbean Black Boy. I hope you know how to spell Caribbean. C A R I B B E A N B L A C K B O Y. Caribbean Black Boy. Um, Facebook is Kimani Fleming. Let's move on to the NFL. So it was a lot that happened in the NFL. We're going to talk about college football. It was a lot of things that went down, a lot of chaos in the top 10. We got Florida lost, Oregon lost. Uh, Who else lost? Uh, Arkansas lost in the top 10. So it was a whole lot of chaos that went down there. But we're going to start off with the NFL. Y'all already know what time it is. We're going to give you the recap. And we're going to start off with the Bucks. Bucks (laughs) slid by with the Pats, man. I thought this game was going to be a blowout. I thought time was going to go in New England and, you know what I'm saying, get shit started. But – it looked like it was a lot of emotion there, bro. Edgar, you being a Bucks fan, give us some insight into what you're seeing from the Bucks and what you're seeing from Tom Brady on Sunday night. What I seen was Bill Belichick had a huge hand in that 20-year dynasty. I know the argument was who had the bigger hand, who was the main reason why they won, and at the end of the day, the argument still holds true that they needed each other. Because the way he was able, granted, the Bucs had a lot of injuries offensively and defensively, but nonetheless, they still should have won the game, whether it was close or a blowout. But the fact that Bill Belichick was able to toy with the mind of Tom Brady, and it was hard for us to even score a touchdown for over half of the game, like that, that said a lot to me about the mind of Bill Belichick. No matter how great the opponent is, and no matter how many weapons he's on the, the downside of, he could still toy with the best of them on um, minds out there. So it was really a, a testament to Bill Belichick. But shout out to the Bucks for getting the win. I, I'm mad that we had to hope and pray on a missed field goal in the rain to get the win. <laughs> but it, it happened nonetheless. So I, I'll take the dub, but I was definitely upset. Hopefully we get a full uh, healthy roster next week. Yeah. And Kimani, how you felt about it? Man, I'm going to just say this. I don't want to say I'm going to just say this, but – um. I felt like one, the rain was messing with uh with Tom. You know what I'm saying? Already it's an emotional game, you know. I played here for 20 years. I won y'all how many Super Bowls? Six or five? Yeah, six, six, six. Six, six Super Bowls, you know what I'm saying? 
Of course, I you know, and if you watch the game, they had Tom's parents in a box. Yeah. In a box. And now he's like on the away days. team. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. a, exactly. You know what I'm saying? When have you ever heard of a away team having their own box? You know, mm-hmm. never. You know, so you know already you already know even you already playing with emotion. Um, if you look at Tom, a lot of his balls were selling. We are not mm-hmm. used to Tom having a selling ball. We used to Jameis Winston selling balls. You know hey, calm saying? down with that now. Calm down with that now. That's hey, a new hey, I Jameis hey, now. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you you got to tell the thank truth. You, you got to tell it like it is. My man and been doing his thing know. now. My man been doing his thing yeah, now. He's doing his thing. But hey, okay. guess what? He's a sailor. It is okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, his players also, A.B., you know what they say? They say if you touch the ball, you're supposed to catch it. A.B. He should have caught that touchdown, bro. He he, yeah, that. right. Mm. You know, he should have caught a lot of uh, of the passes that he was getting, you know. And then uh, Richard Sherman, we could tell he hasn't been in the league for a minute. You can even tell in the way he was playing. He was kind of playing like, dang. I, was I ain't going to let y'all do that to Richard Sherman because I see bro shaking his head and I don't like that, bro. Because y'all no, put Richard Sherman in I, a difficult I, I position. Thought- I thought he was going to be a help to the team, and he oh, let me down that. so bad. <laughs> I, I told you I told Quincy, I was like, I don't, I don't expect him to just, you know, I know Richard Sherman isn't what he was anymore. Right. But I expected He's his cooked. mentality to have some type of an advantage, and it, it just didn't happen, bro. It was sad to see him get burnt on damn near every play that it was man-to-man. I didn't think, so I was, I I didn't just think hated he played it. that. I don't think he played that bad. They honestly didn't attack him like they should have. And his first game back, they really didn't attack him. And he was y'all number one wide receiver, not wide receiver, but cornerback, for most mm-hmm. of the game. And that's a difficult position, being that I, y'all just picked me up off the streets, and now I got to really carry the cornerback – position class like that's not what how it's supposed to roll carlton davis got hurt mid-game mm-hmm. murphy bunton uh has been out for the past few weeks now if you're richard sherman it's like my nigga what do you expect for me to do in my first game back so i honestly thought he played pretty well and held his own in what he did i, I thought he played I, well but i thought the news was saying he wasn't supposed to play until like the second or third game you know what i'm saying because he just came off the street you know you got to oh, but they needed him though but they needed him though yeah they, they needed him to play <laughs> Yeah, you right. You right. You right. You see what happened. He the number one corner after an injury. So true. But uh, it was sad watching that shit, though. It was watching what him get, bro. He was getting cooked, bro. Because even on a lot of plays where the ball was not thrown in his direction, you seen Mm -hmm. the like, like you said, they should have threw on his side a lot more than what they did. And I'm surprised Belichick didn't say, "Yeah, we just finna terrorize this nigga the whole game," because Mm -hmm. he was getting beat off routes so many times consistently like regardless of whether the ball was thrown that way or not i'm like please i know if they even glance that way the receiver gonna catch it 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 was i gotta give i gotta give that to uh todd bowles because he was sending a lot of pressure to mac jones direction bro Mm -hmm. like mac jones had to get the ball out of his hands quick so he was throwing a lot of check downs a lot of short passes to jacoby myers so it wasn't a lot of time to actually look to his outside wide receiver and actually hit him or look to wherever Richard Sherman was at. So I give the credit to Todd Bowles. But let's talk about Mac Jones because he did play one hell of a game in he a is. rainy game because everybody was looking at Tom to put on a performance when more people probably were more impressed by Mac Jones. So, Kimani, how did you feel about his performance and how do you feel about Mac Jones moving forward? Do you think he will be the best quarterback in this class? Okay, well, first of all, let's just start by saying this. Mac Jones is a Florida boy. You know what I'm saying? Most people don't know he's from Jacksonville, Florida. Mm. Let's let's start with that. You know, when you play football in Florida, especially 
quarterbacking, you have to be on point. You know what I'm saying? And then you go to the University of Alabama and you get a uh, national championship. So naturally, we're like, okay, now now let's let's say this. He never got injured. You know what I'm saying? He's very healthy. You know, he's not, but he's not that much of a runner. But let's think about it. He kind of puts you in the mind of like a Peyton Manning. Or even could you, you could kind of Tom think of Brady. him as a baby Tom Brady. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he ain't gonna move that much, but he's gonna stick it in that pocket and he's gonna throw that ball. Um his performance, man, I, I can say the boy is gonna go far. You know, I feel like out of the three Bama quarterbacks that was taken in the NFL, he's he's the best. You know, Jalen Hurts, he's better than Jalen Hurts. I'ma say yeah. it. He is. Mm-hmm. He's better than Tua, you know. He, 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 I might have to give uh, you that one, bro. I might have uh, to give you that one, bro. I, he, I don't know about one. Tua. At, at the moment, I don't know about. He's starting off a lot better than Tua, but I don't know. I, I would give, I would give it a little bit more time before I give you the Tua one. Well, let's be honest. After Tua's uh injury, Tua would never play the same. Like you know, deep that injury that he suffered, man, that's gonna be with that man forever. You know, yes, granted, he made it to the NFL still. But we would never see the two we seen at Bama in the NFL, you know. That's unfortunate. Uh, with Mac That's Jones, what hip surgery gonna do to you, man. That shit crazy. Right. Both of his hips. Get, you know, anytime you get surgery on something in your body, man, you're not the same. You know what I'm saying? If I stick a metal rod in your leg, you you, you ain't moving the same. You know, you know. Um, but with Matt Jones, man, he played very good. He's a very composed quarterback. Uh, watching him game to game, you can see him improve, 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 get better, get better, get better. Uh, the Bucks, they were sending, they they were sending the defense on them. Mm-hmm. They were sending, they were trying to, they were trying, and they in a couple times they did knock him on his behind with some good hits. But guess what? That didn't stop that young man. He kept getting up, getting up, getting up, getting up, trying, trying, throwing, 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 to the point where shoot, we had one of the closest games we ever seen in a while. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. sir. Matt Jones is going to be a great franchise quarterback for the Patriots. He is a Patriot quarterback. Um, honestly, we're probably looking at one of the next, like I said, Peyton Manning's, uh, Tom Brady's, uh, Drew Brees's. You know, you saying uh, he gonna have that amount of team success too? He gonna like have the championships as well? Um, I feel like that's gonna come with time. I don't feel like the Patriots gonna get a Super Bowl this year. You know. Mm-hmm. But maybe in the future, as they develop more around him, he's going to get it. I feel like he's going to get a Super Bowl. Like There's no questions in my mind that if you put the right weapons around him, he will be successful. Yeah, I agree. Especially with Bill still being your coach, because Bill gonna coach until he die. Let's keep it real. Like I think gonna be a hundred still coaching. Right. So he gonna be around, bro. He's still gonna have that mind on him on that defensive side of the ball. So as right. long as he got the weapons on offense, I feel like a, a Super Bowl could be coming in the near future. Like you said, not this year, maybe not next year, but soon, bro. He's a he's mm-hmm. a baby Tom, bro. And what I seen on Sunday just proved mm-hmm. that case even more. So I fully agree with what right. you're saying. And bro. then also look at the coaching. He came from Nick Saban, a butthole. To Bill Belichick, <laughs> oh, that's what and you they close. Belichick and Saban close, so it's kind of it's not exactly. the same system. It's not the same system, but it's like the same type of program in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you gotta have that type of mentality when you play with Belichick too, because we heard all of the rumors last week of how Belichick was treating Tom Brady and how it was more like a military relationship, all about mm-hmm. discipline and this, that, and the third. But 
Shit, Mac Jones has already went through that at Alabama, so he already knows how to go through it and how, knows how to process that type of coaching. So, right, he's going to succeed with it. I feel like so. Yeah, yeah I definitely. I definitely. But I, that. I think just before we go to the next topic, I think the difference with that is Mac has already been in a like you say he's already been in a situation where he's gone through that type of you know uh stern discipline. But mm -hmm. also, he's young right now, too. Like, he's fresh yeah. in. So he he can't argue or rebuttal much of anything right now. Brady mm -hmm. got like that as he got older and started winning more and started, you know, getting to the level of, like, how Aaron Rodgers is right now. It's like, hey, I'm the reason. I'm, I'm at least 50% of the reason why we have the amount of success we do, why we're winning as much as we are, why we are the dynasty that we are. I feel like I should be able to have some type of say-so in the oh, yeah. roster that I'm playing with. So I feel like Matt probably would get like that later down the line if he's treated the exact same way because he'll be older and I'm sure he'll feel the same way. But right now he's young. Like he's like, okay, I, I just gotta take it. I gotta say, I gotta do whatever Belichick say right now. But right. I think that has to have something to do with like old coaches because Greg Popovich in the NBA was the same way with Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan was winning all of these championships, was getting all these MVPs, but he treated Tim Duncan the same way he treated them coming into the league and the same way he treated them in year 20. And players on that team respected that because I can't say nothing to the coach. If you yelling at Tim Duncan like that shit, I definitely can't say nothing to the coach if Tim Duncan going to take that type of coaching. So I feel like Belichick had that same type of mindset. Is it okay? Should you have some type of preferential treatment towards your best players? Sure. But I feel like it's something in that type of coaching that works because six mm -hmm. championships did come out of that. If he's yeah. not getting coached that same way, do we still see six championships? I don't know. <laughs> Let's move forward to the next game. We got the Cardinals dominate the Rams. I wanted to see a prove a game from the Cardinals, and this was it. Kyler Murray showed his ass. The defense did what they were supposed to do and really showed, slowed down Matt Stafford and the Rams. Kimani, what did you see in this game, and do you think the Cardinals are the Super Bowl favorites in the NFC right now? Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. I caught it on uh, ESPN. <laughs> well, that's all good. It's all good. <laughs> uh, honestly, man, I remember when Kyler Murray was playing in college, and I was like, this is a great athlete. Um, Kyler Murray, even when he first came in as a rookie, you can see he was hungry. You know what I'm saying? Granted, our eyes are more turned towards, oh, we got, a, you know, Pat Mahomes and all that. But when you look at Kyler Murray, he like, man, this could be one of the quarterbacks that can, you know, possibly go to the Super Bowl. You know, I like how he reacts in the pocket. He can throw. He can run. He could do whatever he need to do to get, you know, to the uh get the ball to whoever he need to. And then look at one look at his main two look at his receivers. He got a great receiving core. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the Cardinals is a team we kind of people sleep on because I don't feel enough people talking about the Cardinals this year. You know, we kind of just were sleeping on just like, oh well, mm -hmm. it's the Cardinals, you know. You know, hey, we'll see. You know, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but do you think that's because their division is so tough, bro? You could be the worst team in that division and mm -hmm. still be one of the top ten teams in the league. Like that's I crazy. Was, I don't think it was because of that, though, bro. I think it was because of last season how they started off so hot and ended up telling off and toward then, the end. Right, that's right. what kind of lowered the expectation for the Cardinals. It's, we had to see some sort of consistency or see some sort of jump from them 
to this mm-hmm. this uh, upper echelon type of team in the NFC. And we're seeing it right now with them dominating the Rams. But, Edgar, how do you feel about the, the Rams moving forward? They just beat the Bucs, so get, coming off of that uh, huge win and losing to the Cardinals the way they did, do you still have that same type of confidence that they are the team to beat or, or did the Cardinals overtake them? I mean, the, the Rams, it, it's a reasonable loss. You know, it's a tough division game. Uh, the two of the um, two of the teams that are in the toughest division in the league. You know, I wasn't surprised they lost. I picked them to win, but this is a game that I said last week when we were talking about it. I said the Cardinals are gonna prove a lot, no matter whether they win or lose. It just depends how they win or lose. And they won the game, which showed, like you said, they're over the hump and they really can be a championship caliber team. But for the Rams, I feel like. You know, it's just it's an L. It's just a regular L, and they they're ready to move yeah. on to the next week because they're still a top three NFC Super Bowl contending team. Like that For doesn't sure. take anything away from them. They they definitely are gonna lose like two at at bare minimum two division games. And I feel like we get so caught up in talking about Kyler Murray in that offense because it, they do have a great offense with, you know what I'm saying, DeAndre Hopkins and A.J. Green. But that defense is stout, yes. bro. <laughs> that defense is stout. Like the secondary, like, bro, from the, the 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 defensive ends and the defensive tackles back to the secondary. Like they're stacked at each position, bro. So that's what really surprised me because I didn't know – I didn't have that much confidence in that defense. But seeing them against the Rams and how they were shutting down everything. The Rams couldn't run. The Rams couldn't throw. It's like the, the Cardinals legit, bro. Legit, legit. Not just because of Kyler Murray, because of that defense too. So definitely shout out to the uh, to the Cardinals, bro, for sure, for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, all right, man, let's move on to the, the, the other L.A. tune, which you were talking about, bro. The Chargers, yeah. they ended up beating up on the – the Raiders last night in a close game. I thought the Raiders <laughs> was gonna come back on them boys. I was, I was like, "Everything yeah. car gonna do yeah. something." But they yeah. ended up choking at the end. But I wanted to ask you guys: Are the Chargers the best team in the AFC after taking down the Raiders, and are the Cowboys after taking down a Panthers, the Panthers in such dominating fashion? Are they the best team in the NFC? Hmm. Uh, for the Chargers, no. The the Chargers are a playoff team for sure. They're a playoff caliber team, but I, I can't give them best team in the AFC when I'm still looking at the Bills. I'm still looking at the Browns. The the Chiefs are playing very suspicious right now, but it's it's the Chiefs. I still give the Chiefs that nod. So uh I can't say best team in the AFC for the Chiefs. I mean for the Chargers. And then for the Cowboys. The Cowboys can make that argument, but I'm not ready to give it to them yet. Hey, I'm not ready to give I it gotta, to them yet. And I got to shout out my nigga Sean because we was clowning my man when he was talking about MVP. But it's looking like a guy. Hey, it's looking like very likely like he can be in that conversation behind MVP, right now. MVP on one side and then Trayvon Diggs leading for defensive player of the year right now. I, I, I got to give Michael Parsons defensive props. rookie of the year. Michael Parsons, it's like, bro, that defense has come a long way, bro. I'm selling you. So, Kamani, how you feel about it? Okay, so AFC, Chargers, I feel like they got it. I feel like they got best it. Best team? I feel, I feel, that's me. My personal team, they're the best team. Yeah. Hey, I, I love like Herbert, so I ain't mad at that. I ain't you know what I'm saying? It. I like Justin Herbert. I like what he brings to the table. Um, When I sat there and watched him play the Bucks, I'm like, this young man is pretty good. This is a big bad boy good. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you, you gotta give it to him. Um great their defense is great. 
offense great, give it to him. You might as well. You know what I'm saying? Um, NFC, Cowboys, I, I like the Cowboys this year. I like how Dak, you know, comes with it. You know what I'm saying? But the best? I don't know about the best. The best, I'm right, still Are you saying that because you know what's going to happen? You you know what's going to happen with the Cowboys. Is that why you're not ready to do it yet? Look, look. The Cowboys ain't been America's best team since <laughs> we was in elementary school. You know what I'm saying? Nah, so we talking before then. So we're going to say the late 90s. You know what I'm saying? Late 90s, that's America's best team. Guess what? Late 90s, y'all was still in diapers. And I'm <laughs> I'm sitting I'm wearing, you know, toddler's little shoes and walking around talking trash. You know what I'm saying? I'm barely I'm still I'm still looking at Jordan down there playing ball. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's America's best team. You know, then when they had Tony Romo before he was trash trash, he, they was okay. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you know, Cowboys, you know, they, they get hot and then they fall off. Um we still got a so long. So you going season. off the track? You so you going off the track history he more so than what track. you see right I, now. I, I'm a history, per, look, history repeats itself. History gonna tell it. <laughs> <laughs> history gonna tell it. You know what I'm saying? As long as Jerry Jones owns the Cowboys, history is gonna tell it. <laughs> I don't care how big you build a stadium, it's tell it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, yeah. The Cowboys do like. Do I believe in Dak? Yes. Do I believe he need? better you know he need a little bit more help cd lamb needs a little bit more help you know other than that shoot cd lamb is the man you know once he got the ball it's beautiful ezekiel whoo i don't want to line up in front of him you know what I'm saying? to come back to life he started right. coming back to life he, yeah. you know that he, he getting over that injury he taking boys rides mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. we start to see the man from ohio state so you know with that being said do i see him in the playoffs this year i do Actually, can't see him in the playoff, but that's if they hold on. <laughs> I, I don't know. I I don't know if I can sit here and say Dak need any more help. You got two great wide receivers in CD Lamb and Amari Cooper. Like mm-hmm. you just said, Zeke is looking like himself again. Zach Martin and the rest of that O line back, and the defense is looking like it's looking right now. Like I can't really say you need too much more help at this point. Now you got to show me what you can do with what you got because. If you asking for any more help, we'll be trying to create a Bucks roster at that point. So it's like, uh, do you really they need good. all that? They good That's what right I'm saying. Now. Y'all good. Y'all they, y'all good. What y'all got? If you the Cowboys, they good right now. And I'm I'm scared of them as is. So if they add That's any more I'm pieces, saying. it's like, hey, they really gonna be something to worry about, man. But I would have to I would have to give it to the Cardinals right now, best team in the uh, in the NFC. We just talked about it. And like I said, on both sides of the ball, I think nobody is. The Cowboys close though, man. I can't act like the Cowboys are close. close. The Very Cowboys close. are close, bro. They are and they close. um they just released Jalen Smith today. I Surprising don't know move. Yeah, I, I seen that. I don't know that. why they did that. It got to be something deeper going on, bro. Because even though uh, I see a lot of people saying that he wasn't the same player who got that contract and all that, uh, the, he wasn't the same player that he was like the past couple of years. It's like. He still was good enough to be on your roster. Like he wasn't good enough to just cut, especially when you still have to pay him. I think he still owed like seven and a half million for this year and then six million next year. So it's like you still got to pay him $13 million. So it's like you rather just cut him and have him paying money instead of just keeping him on your roster. I feel like something is going on behind closed doors. Right. You got to say, because we don't know if he was talking, you know, we don't know what, you know, him and Jerry Jones talking about. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. 
You know, it's Jerry Jones. He got it. What up? Here, take your money. <laughs> Don't sit on and get out my face. Girl, go home. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I could read a little bit of it right here. It says, uh, Cowboys are on the hook for missing. Uh, the move comes as a surprise that Smith has not missed a game so far in his career. Uh, the team had some trade discussions earlier in the season, but a deal never came to fruition. By releasing Smith now, the Cowboys are free from the $9.2 million base salary in 2022 that was currently guaranteed only for injury. So, yeah. So they worry about next year's money, though. But now you yeah. feel, I feel like you have a hole at linebacker unless they have somebody else to replace him already. So they have somebody, do they have somebody waiting in the wings? Because I know they still got Leighton no Vander Ash, but after him, I don't know who they have. They they must not if they were trying to trade him before just, you know, releasing him. They were obviously trying to get somebody then. So they must not have had nobody. That's interesting, bro. Yeah, I don't I don't understand that. I, I would have kept them and just tried to bet on this year to win this year, as opposed to releasing them and now you you in the looks for somebody at this point that you don't even know. And you're paying him. Exactly. You're paying him seven million for the rest of the year, so it's like, what are you cutting him for? So you telling me that he's better away from the team where you have to pay him than being on your roster? That's why I said something has to be going on behind closed doors. Did he say something to Jerry Jones, or did Jerry Jones say something to him? Where you know what I'm saying, like we feel like we're better going our separate ways. Something going on behind closed doors. That shit just didn't feel right to me. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. And uh, did I say best team in the AFC? I don't even know who the best team in the AFC. Dog, it's it's up in the air. I don't want to say the charges. The charges look good though. Mm. I'm gonna still rock out with the Browns. Nah, 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 nah. I'm gonna say the Browns. I'm gonna I'm say the Browns. I'm He's gonna say, gonna say every other team but the Bills because you know I want to say the Bills. <laughs> I'm gonna say the I'm gonna say the Browns. I think I said the Browns last week too. But this is what I'm gonna say about mm-hmm. the Browns. Baker Mayfield better tighten his ass up because that yep. nigga been tripping the past couple weeks when he tried to throw to Odell Beckham. Because, man, I, it was a throw. It was a couple of TDs that he missed he on wide Odell. In the past couple of years, we've been getting on Odell ass because he ain't been putting up the stats. When we really need to be looking at that nigga. Because he ain't doing his job, bro, and getting Odell the ball when he needed to get ball, bro. Two easy touchdowns was missed last week, and one was missed uh, the week before. Baker Mayfield, Mayfield got to step up. Especially when you were saying that he's supposed to be a top 10 quarterback. I expect more. I expect Tony. more. You did say that. I did. Oh, yeah, nigga, don't even remember the bullshit he be saying. That's what I be saying. Nigga, don't even remember the bullshit he be saying, man. <laughs> nigga, nigga, I like he don't hey, forget. We were in a whole ass argument about top 10 QBs, and you were really like on this Baker Mayfield bandwagon, and then you just forgot. No, but, yeah. if, if I said he top 10, he top, that, that's not crazy to say. At the moment I said it, Baker Mayfield probably was a top 10 QB at that moment. So probably cap. did say it. Cap, cap, cap. <laughs> <laughs> but, but let's look forward to uh, week five and look forward to the biggest games of the week. Man, what we got for week five, man? So we got ugh, week five ain't looking that crazy. We got Browns versus Chargers and a good matchup. That'll like, be a good one. Yeah, we just talked about the Browns, talked about the Chargers. How do you feel like this game will go, man? Battle of the top teams in the AFC. Shoot. Mm. I give it charges by two touchdowns. Charges by two touchdowns? Two touchdowns. It's like let's let's be real. I'm not mad at you for that, honestly. Like the Chargers, they're gonna come with it. You know, the Browns, they gonna they gonna try their best. But you ought to know somebody gonna miss an assignment. You know what I'm saying? 
and I feel like the game gonna just go down probably around by you know close to the end of the third quarter. Chargers gonna just go head up and go by two right then and there. I feel like so. You so you saying the Chargers? I feel like you just talking. So you saying the, the I was about to pick the Browns. You saying the Chargers gonna build their lead towards the end of the game? Oh yeah, it's gonna be close at first. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna have a good game. Okay. But then toward the end of the third, going into fourth, they just gonna go ahead and just take them two touchdowns and end the game. Cause <laughs> I'm, I, I'm on the Chargers. I'm on the Justin Herbert bandwagon heavy. But mm-hmm. I would say the Browns probably gonna get that dub. Cause I feel like that defense with Miles Garrett and them, I feel like Herbert might not know what to do in that situation. At least you know in this situation. But I feel like the Chargers defense ain't nothing to play with either. Like, you got Bosa, Derwin James. Right. That's why I said, bro, just talk me into the Chargers high key because the Browns offense, the past couple of weeks since Jarvis Landry has been out, that offense has not been looking good other mm-hmm. than the, the running game. So I would high key rock with the Chargers, man. Just all yeah. around, they're looking like a better team right now. Oh, they're looking yeah. like the better team. So I would have to rock with the Chargers. But next, we got the Bills versus the Chiefs. Uh, what was this? The AFC Championship. Of last season, that this is mm-hmm. Sunday night football. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel like this game will go? Do you feel like the Chiefs will show that they're still the best team in the AFC if they win this game? Uh, what do you think the Bills will show? Uh, let me look at their records first because three and one, two and two. Uh, it's gonna tell us more about the Chiefs than anything. If the Bills win or lose, I don't think it's gonna say too much. But the Chiefs, I feel like, need this win a lot more. So I yeah. feel like it's gonna tell a lot about them. Yeah, because I feel like last game when they played Philly, you saw the Chiefs, they wasn't clicking the whole game. Mm-hmm. You know, you saw a lot of times when he tried to throw to uh Tyree Hill, Tyree Hill missed. I don't know. I guess he'll run the route short or whatever. He overthrow him or whatever. Then, you know, they'll try to throw to Kelsey, but Kelsey was getting, you know, there's on Kelsey. So, you know, I feel like, you know, I feel like, you know, like you said, this is a game the Chiefs going to really have to prove themselves that they still are the best, that they're still those guys. Because, right. honestly, when we watched the Super Bowl and saw them get zero, <laughs> we saw what time it was. You know, I feel like the whole NFL saw what time it was. That, you know, the real Chiefs magic, you know, we like Kelsey, we like Tyree Hill, but we saw that Mahomes really is the heart of that team. You know what I'm saying? Um, we're gonna have to see. <laughs> we have to see, bro. I'm gonna yes, rock out is. with the Chiefs, though, man. I think the Chiefs yeah. still have it, but they feel like they can flip a switch, bro. That's what we're we're seeing them go through the motions, bro. We seen mm-hmm. this with the Nets last year, seen this with the Lakers at times, sometimes in the NBA. You feel like you're so good, it's like I can flip on a switch, and at any moment we can come back. And we've seen Mahomes multiple times come back from multiple touchdown deficits and come back on teams, so they feel like they can just flip the switch, but it's like Bro, it's really teams in the AFC that can really knock y'all off. The Browns yeah. can knock y'all off. The Bills can knock y'all off. The Chargers can knock y'all off in y'all own division. So y'all sleepwalking and people are catching up to y'all. Y'all playing a real dangerous game at this moment. So I agree, bro. The Chiefs got to prove us something, bro. They got to prove us something. Um, And I want to talk about this game, too, because this is not game of the week, but this is going to be an exciting matchup, and here's why. The Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Tennessee Titans. And I'm going to tell y'all why this game about to be exciting. Because if y'all didn't see this nigga Urban Meyer on the oh, late yeah. night tip, was chilling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a while at the club with some shorty that is not his wife. So I'm telling y'all, Urban Meyer <laughs> coaching for his job, bro. Urban Meyer oh. 
around. <laughs> pause, pause. Let's just be honest. We're men. We're men. You know what I'm saying? We don't all been to a titty boss. You know what no. I'm saying? Ain't no why, that's a bar. Okay. <laughs> oh, it is. Okay. It's a bar. Well, technically, he said it's his restaurant. But look, he's covering his PP in the video. He's obviously showing I'm not attracted to this woman. I'm just sitting here. You know what I'm saying? Don't be that guy. <laughs> no interest in that woman. She just dancing on him. And he just like, man, you know what? No, I'm it, just bro, it, was another video. it was another video. He was sticking his thumb up her ass in the other video. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't you ain't seen the picture where he looked like he was high too. He was all in the camera like I seen a picture. I seen a, a video on Twitter, bro. He was doing a live television interview, and somebody was in his room, like ripping a bong, my nigga. So he oh, definitely wow. smokes that shit. <laughs> I mean, you gotta Everybody let's be honest. He he's a Florida coach now. He's back, so that makes him a Florida. I don't know if he's a Florida resident, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure he got him a medical card. Shoot, think about it. Most people who come to Florida, who become resident, gonna get them a medical card. Why? Because they probably can't do it in their state. So now I'm in Florida. Hey, you guess got what? medical issues. Hey, right. Guess what? My issues. back hurt. My leg hurt. Doctor, <laughs> guess what? I have a hard time walking to practice and they get on my nerves. I am a, mm. in a, you know, and as a foot, we got to think he was the coach of Florida. So technically, you know, that was a high, strong situation. You know, my mind is gone. I need some treats. Boom. Yeah. You but know that- what I'm saying? But this is the thing about Urban Meyer, because he all up in the titty bar, the restaurant, whatever y'all want to call it. But his team is on for. Why are you celebrating? You need to be in a, a, a film room actually setting up some plays, my nigga. Because this was right after the game in Ohio. You need to be getting shit together. Especially when you with a chick that ain't your wife, my nigga. What you doing? What? And he know, okay, and, he... Urban Meyer, and Urban Meyer old enough and know the game and been around the game enough to know that camera's going to be out when he walk into any scene. So he should have known what the deal was anyway, bro. Yeah. He's in the wrong for sure. But it ain't like he had a lot to, you know, live up to. It's the Jaguars. It's your first year coaching. No, because did you see see that the owner came out and had reprimanded this man for this? Like they, yeah, I've seen that. The whole whole team and the owner doesn't even respect this man no more because of this situation. I mean, they they're what zero and nineteen now since last season. Like, it don't they, matter they what won, the record is, bro. Like it, it's a, it, but it's still a standard games. that you have to keep, though, bro. Oh yeah, yeah I, yeah. I understand. Yeah, I'm just saying, yeah. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't look at him like you. We got a damn near like fire you. Like, how dare you like do this and blah blah blah. It's like y'all weren't winning shit anyway. It, it adds on top there. of it. It's like y'all not doing it, it well, does. and then it adds on top of it. It's like damn, you in this bit, you doing this. It's not your wife. It's like what are you doing? Like you can have fun. But don't be getting caught on camera. Have your own little situation at the crib or something like that. But you out in the open, it just adds on top of the on for situation. Your players already don't like you. The owner just reprimanded you. Like, my nigga, if you lose this game to the Tennessee Titans, who just lost to the Jets because they didn't have their two wide receivers, Urban Meyer might be out of this bitch in the next couple of weeks. I ain't going to lie to you. But I'm going to ask the question of this. Is, is Where is the game being played? Is it being played in Jacksonville? Yeah. Let me, look, let me see. It oh, playing Jacksonville? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to say... Tennessee gonna come in and go ahead and get a win. Reason why? Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is from Uly, Florida. Uly, Florida is right there in Jacksonville. You know what I'm saying? So you all know he home. I'm finna carry everybody to the end zone. Who's gonna stop me? Who gonna get hey get in my way? I'm home. My that's good motivation. Right that's good motivation. You know, that's motivation. You know, hey, 
they're gonna be in the strip club that night. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> hey, but you know, on Urban Bias' behalf, man, is it wrong for him to be doing what he was doing? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You married, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Granted, you know, uh, granted, granted, uh, he. he I guess because the woman went twerking all hard like we all used to. I didn't see nothing wrong with it. You know, she over there smoke grinding it. So I'm going to look at her like, you know, okay, you know, enjoy yourself. <laughs> but yeah. because of the position he's in, it's wrong. Now, if he was a winning coach, everybody goes, exactly. oh, enjoy yourself. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But, exactly. you know, hey, but let's, I'm going to still say the man was stressed out. His wife probably, I bet he is. you know, his I wife ain't at home doing this. He not used to losing saying? this much. He losing his mind right now. Four games, yeah, I'm losing my that mind. That nigga already packing his bags to go to USC. He already <laughs> packing his bags to go to USC right now, dog. He uh, need to get up out of there. Oh, <laughs> All right, man, and let's move forward with the picks for Week Five, man. Starting off with Thursday night football, we got the Rams versus the Seahawks. Who y'all got? Rams. Uh Rams, yeah. Rams. Next it ain't the, the same. It ain't the same uh it ain't the same Russell. It what do you mean? It, it ain't the Legion you of Boom. Explain what you mean by that. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. oh, oh, oh. I thought you, you said you said the same Russell. So I was like, what you mean by that? Excuse me, <laughs> they ain't leading the boom no more. It ain't okay, that. Right. They're not yeah, those we, guys. Not yeah, we, guys. We know that. Yeah, that. Yeah. I thought you was making a bold take right now. Like, oh, <laughs> hey, it might get on your hand for that one now. <laughs> <laughs> I had to correct you a little minute though. <laughs> All right, man. Next, we got uh, Jets versus Falcons. Trash. Trash and trash. <laughs> Don't <Yeah>. survive. <laughs> and trash. this game will be played the- in London. I think I'm at the point again where I just don't want to pick Atlanta for the rest of the year. Um, but it's Give me the, the Falcons. Jets. I got the Falcons. Yeah, I said that last week. and yeah. I picked the football scene <laughs> last week. I'm, I'm going to say Falcons. I, I, I don't know. The, I don't know. It's, it's, it's like, which dumpster fire do you want to go with? <laughs> you know, I trust Matt have. Ryan more in the dumpster fire. I'm going to go with the Jets. I'm going to go right. Yeah, because the young boy, I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with experience over the rookie. Yeah. And next we got Broncos versus the Steelers. Steelers look like some trash again this week. Boy, I got Broncos, that boy, Bridgewater. Now, Teddy ain't playing this week, bro. He got hurt this week. Oh, that's oh, cool. Steelers. They got Who Drew Locke. I got, Drew I got Locke. the Steelers. Yeah, Drew Locke did not look good. <laughs> Okay, I tell you, I w- now that you have educated me and updated me, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Ross Bugger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Even though them niggas look trash, I gotta go with the Steelers, man. Broncos. Oh, yeah. but didn't they say Juju back? Smith shooters. Oh yeah, he but he went to Steelers. Yeah, yeah I'm saying it. they didn't. They say something about he was hurt or something. I don't know. I just. I ain't been paying. I just watched half the game or something. I don't know what I was looking at. No need to watch the full game when Ben uh, Roethlisberger playing. Yeah. No need to watch the full game. <laughs> I watched the game and I changed it. <laughs> no need to watch the whole I already understand it. All I got to do is watch the first five minutes. I already know what he's going to do. <laughs> so next we got the Dolphins versus the Bucks. Man, you already know. The Bucks. You already know. It's crazy because we did have, we had high expectations for the or you had I don't think I had the Dolphins making the playoffs but I think you did 
So how do you feel about the, the Dolphins? Because if they lose this game, they're going to be one and four. I know Tua hasn't played for a few games this season, but this is not the season you wanted to have, especially after the 10 and six year the year before. Yeah, because I definitely had the Dolphins making the playoffs this year. I had Brian Flores winning coach of the year right now. That That's a prediction that's long gone at the moment. I don't know what the turnaround needs to be. I don't know if it's just Tua needing to be 100% again and coming back or whatever offensive strategy they need to come up with. I, I think those are the only two options you could pray for right now if you're the Dolphins. Defensively, I ain't really worried about them with too much. Yeah, like he said, it's the offense, man. Um, like I said before earlier, Tua is never going to play like we expect him to play because of that injury. Um, granted, he's going against the Bucks. The Bucks going to run through him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is, this is going to be an yeah. easy, easy game. You know what I'm saying? Easy game, easy W. Let's take it to the house. Um, and the game, that game's being played where? Tampa. Tampa. Okay. Um, well, damn, that's cool. Bruce, yeah, go see Bruce that. Arians. Bruce Arians just got in their ass too for the way they played terrible on Sunday. Yeah. Right. Thank I God for the sound of that field goal, but <laughs> thank, yeah. thank you, Lord. We, 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 we got we to gotta blow them yeah, out man, just because we Bucks, played terrible. Uh, Sunday. Yeah, I agree, man. The Dolphins. Jacoby Reset just has not looked good. That nigga looks terrible. Uh, Eagles versus Panthers. 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 Hold on. You gotta give it to him, brother. Give it to him. Panthers. You gotta give it to them to them cats. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. I got the Panthers, man. I got the Panthers. Uh moving forward, we got Lions versus Vikings. Hmm. Uh, I got the Vikings. I'm gonna say the Vikings. I'm gonna say the, the Vikings disappointed me last week. I thought they was gonna pull that upset off because they they've been playing good, but I'll pick them again just because it's the Lions. But you said keyword upset. Keyword is upset. You know what I'm saying? Oh no, is this, I, is this the I week? Is this the week? The the I'm Lions get what? their first W. Nah. Mm, nah, I'm gonna go with Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving forward, we got uh, Packers versus Bengals, an unlikely three in one matchup. Mm. Go, go with Pack. Packers. Go Pack. I'm gonna go Bengals, man. I'm feeling oh, saucy this week. I'm feeling saucy this week, man. Give me that I feel like you gambling right now, brother. I'm gambling like a motherfucker, <laughs> but I got to do it. He's gambling because he's in the lead right now. That's why he's gambling. <laughs> I'm only in the lead by a game, man. I'm, but that's my game. That's, that's the game where I separate myself. I'm going to be like, yeah, the Bengals going to give me that win. The Bengals going to give me that win. All right, next we got uh, Patriots versus Texans. Uh, Patriots. 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 Yeah, Patriots, for sure. Saints versus Washington. Ooh. Ooh. Washington. That's, a, that's tough, bro. That I was looking tough, at this game man. before. I was like, this shit's tough. Um, hmm. Something telling me to say the Saints. I'm going to go up my gut and say the Saints. My gut says Saints. I'm going to say yeah. Saints. I'm going to say the Saints, too. And Eggert, bro, we 3-1 and one on that good Jameis, dog. Three times Jameis done been good, dog. That one bad game. My nigga been good three times, man. <laughs> 
That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I wanted to say. I ain't gonna talk about it no more. I ain't Kimani, gonna talk about it no more. Kimani, it's okay. <laughs> I ain't gonna talk about it no more. They, I ain't gonna talk about it. They don't know <laughs> about the emotional roller coaster. <laughs> They're getting good games now, but when it really counts, when it's deep in the season, when they need to get wins, yeah, we know what's gonna happen. Who was that? You was at fan when Jameis was there? Bruh, I'm gonna tell you how I met Jameis Winston. Uh, I had to go to when I was uh, filling out for colleges. You know, I was about to go to, I was this close to going to Bethune. I was almost a wildcat. But uh, I ended up going to FAM because my friends went to FAM. So I was like, I'm going to FAM to be with the Bulls. Man, we had to go to Summer B. So Summer B, like literally you graduate, we graduated like June 4th or something like that. You know, June 13th, something like that. First day of college. Boom. We all go to this club called Potbellies. Man, all the they the FSU football players and the like, uh, all them boys, you know, deep. Man, I look over, I'm like, oh, you know, who this tall dude is? And that was Jamie Went. All of us came in in the summer beat. <laughs> yeah. All of us literally came to college all at the same time. So we all partying, bro. You could go to the club, Jamie's right there. You know, uh, James was a boys. wild boy. Keep it real. What James was doing in there? James was a wild <laughs> well, ass nigga. I, I already gonna, know it. I, I can't put them, I ain't gonna put them boys out like that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were all college kids. So you already yeah. know we yeah. doing stuff we ain't supposed to be doing. And, you know, <laughs> or, or, or we, we in here just, yeah. Hey, hey, brother, I see you. You see me. I, yeah. Hey, hey, you know, you put you that finger up. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I see you. Code of silence. Code yeah, of silence. Right. <laughs> All right, man. Moving on. Next game, we got the Titans versus the Jaguars. Titans. 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 Bears versus the Raiders. 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 Browns versus the Chargers. Charge Browns, charges, man. Damn, you look like brother taught me into it. Brett taught me into it. Uh, you, you look, bro. <laughs> I see y'all. Why you? Why you gambling? Stop gambling. I ain't gambling. <laughs> you are gambling right it's now. It's a reasonable pick. What you talking about? <laughs> no, it's not. You see, you go. You over there, get you going. You gonna have a brown stain in your drawers over there gambling. You can just stop <laughs> this doing nigga that. Wild, bro. This nigga, <laughs> they go with the charge. I love Justin Herbert, but I'm going to choose a team that I feel has the better defense, the better running back core, and uh, I ain't going to say better quarterback, but no quarterback with better wide receivers. I won't even say that. Mm-mm. Yeah, I won't say that. If anything, the defense <laughs> in the running game is going to give me the dub. He gambling, bro. That's all he got to say. That's what he's gonna gambling. Gambling. He gambling. We were just, we were just talking about. No, no, no. Y'all not gonna do this. We were just talking about the Browns. Browns. We were just talking about the Browns being possibly they a missing, Super Bowl they, team. They, they, they're missing the heart. And, they the missing the heart and soul of their team right now. I do feel like the Browns are the best team in the AFC, but they're missing the heart and soul. Jarvis Landry is not playing. Jarvis Landry is the heart and soul of the team. They're missing him right now. I ain't gonna say that. What? Who's the heart and soul? It's not Baker. It's not okay, OBJ. Miles Wait, the Garrett. Oh yeah, Miles. Yeah, I'll That's say Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. Landry yeah. been that the longest. Landry been that nigga for the, in the Cleveland for the longest period of time. Right, but Miles, but Miles, Miles Garrett is just nah, just he, like, he the uh, best player. He the best player for sure. But heart and soul. Hey, look. Miles Garrett to me bro. got Miles Garrett bring the damn uh Ray Lewis feel to the game. I, I gotta what say Miles Garrett. That's what I'm saying. 
But that's not hard and soul, bro. If I had to say the most important players, Miles Garrett first, whether you like it or not, Baker Mayfield second, and then you can make an argument for Ju um for Juice. Then you can make an argument for him. Baker Mayfield not before Juice, bro. Because so. you see what he's doing now. Like, nah. That's what I said. Whether you like it or not, it ain't gonna change the fact that I don't necessarily like it either, but that's what it is. So. All right, man. Moving on. We got 49ers versus Cardinals. 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 You said that easy. Yeah, Card- hey, look, the 49ers, they they good. They look shaky though. They get a little shaky. And Let's no Jimmy G. They get, they oh, get yeah, a little no shaky. Jimmy G. Yeah, right. Jimmy G. Okay, I'll go Cardinals. Yeah. yeah, the young man is good, but he looks shaky. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we got the Giants versus the Cowboys. 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 Bills versus Chiefs. Bills. I'm going to take the Chiefs. Chiefs. And the Chiefs at home. Colts versus Ravens. Lamar. Ravens. Lamar. Ravens. 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 All right, keep minding. Let's move on to some college football, man. We yeah, had an exciting yeah. week of college football. Exciting. First off, the first thing I wanted to talk about, because I've been on this bandwagon for a minute now, is Cincinnati playoff bound. They got a big win over, I think, the ninth-ranked Notre Dame team. And yes. I think mm-hmm. Cincinnati moved all the way up to number five in the college football playoff. And this week, the third-ranked uh, – who is third-ranked right now? Third-ranked uh, Iowa plays against four, fourth-ranked uh, Penn State right now. So three versus four plays this week. So Cincinnati going to be up in like that four range. Whoever loses is going to fall out, obviously. So mm-hmm. is Cincinnati playoff bound at this point, or do you see them slipping up moving forward? I see Cincinnati. Honestly, Cincinnati is going to be a playoff team for sure. Um, I watched their progression over the years, man. Um, literally, I watched them from when USF back in 2007 was playing them, and USF was balling. And then we'll play Cincinnati. That's when Cincinnati was fire. You talking about when Brian Kelly was there? Yes. That's when they was fire. You know what I'm saying? Like, I literally sat back and, you know, I watched him. Cincinnati is a team that is going to be, like I said, in the playoffs. They're they're hungry. Them boys are hungry. They got something to prove. Um, They got it, man. They got it. And then you seen them play Notre Dame. You got to understand. Florida State played a good game against Notre Dame, and then look at them. Boy, they couldn't They just interviews. And that game was five ago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, hey, who else do Cincinnati have on their uh, schedule? Not you know, a damn they, <laughs> Right. Not a damn right. I couldn't even think. I'm like, who the hell did they play? They <laughs> playoffs. Now, who they play in the playoffs? I don't know. Hey, I don't care who they play as long as they get in there. I I just know they deserve it. That's all I've been saying. They deserve to get in there. So, yeah, that's why I've been on the bandwagon. Yes. Uh, I I agree. I feel like Cincinnati will definitely be a playoff team. Like you said, all they got to do is win this weekend, and they're automatically going to be a a top four team because somebody got to lose out of Iowa and Penn State. So they're playing great. The rest of their schedule is definitely winnable. And – yeah, somebody somebody else gonna lose. So it, it's oh. their it's their spot to lose at this point. Uh, I'm not going. This is the best year of football, college football I've seen. Just to see Eric, the whole top, bro. Everybody we just said that off. last like, week. Cool. We literally said that last week. I had that on one of our polls. Is this the best year of college football in like the last five years? And we we both agreed that it is. It is. 
It is. And let's talk about some other matchups that happened this week. We had Alabama knock off Ole Miss in a blowout fashion. Uh, Oregon ended up getting upset by Stanford. Yes. And it's funny because I watched this game and I turned because I thought Oregon was going to win it because it was like 21-14 yeah. and the game was about to be over. I flipped back and Oregon was losing. I'm like, what the hell happened? Like, I had to go back and watch the highlights of this game, but this shit is crazy because the Pac-12 looked like they could possibly have somebody in the college football playoff, but now yeah. they're going to probably have nobody. So, Kimani, who would you predict at this moment to make the playoff right now? In the Pac-12? No, I'm talking about just in general. In general, oh, of course you got Bama. Of course you're going to take Bama right there. Uh, Cincinnati. Uh, uh, honestly, the rest is a toss-up. Because get, everybody said, you know what? I got to give it to the dogs. They good this year. I got to give it to the dogs. Um, Honestly, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but they, huh. Yeah, yeah, the dog. <laughs> That one I want to put. That one did not want to pick them. You know, because you live when you when you stay in Georgia is go dogs, go dogs. Like y'all don't like Georgia Tech? No, we don't like Georgia Tech. That's the bougie people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I'm like I didn't know this. I didn't know this is how the state is split up. Because you know you come from Florida. You know you you it's a, it's such a cluster of you know. Florida fans everywhere, Miami fans, Florida State fans everywhere. Then you got your UCFs and your, your, your USFs and all that stuff. You know, you got so many colleges in one state where you got Georgia just two, Georgia Tech, Georgia. You know, you <laughs> got your, you know, your other yeah. little schools, but, you know, they ain't worried about them. So that's yeah. interesting. And, Edgar, I do want to talk about this Florida and Kentucky game because this was a, <laughs> a, a head scratcher, and I know you had some feelings on this shit. So go ahead, let it out. <laughs> this was terrible, bro. I I don't remember within the past within the past what four or five years. I don't remember seeing Florida like play that stupidly, like and and just that bad, bro. Like over a hundred yards worth of penalties, you know, coaching mistakes, just being predictable as hell the entire game offensively, bro. Like and. The delusional ass Florida alumna players, please stop acting like the season isn't over and we need <laughs> to have hope. Like Quincy Cena, I know I'm, I'm sure a lot of anybody else that follows me seeing me, you know, say stuff about, you know, some of these older players, like former players and whatnot. Like, bro, the season is over. The season was over, like, when we lost to Alabama. I knew the season yeah. was over then. Yeah. Like, it, it's just done. How you going to call us was... wishy-washy fans because we talking shit? Like, nigga, let That's us be mad saying. at bitch. <laughs> like, how are you not mad? As a former player, how are you not pissed that they're playing like this? Like, if anything, I'm more mad. We supposed to be Kentucky. Yeah. Dan Mullen has done what no coach in Florida history in the past 30 years has done. He lost to Kentucky twice. Out of the five coaches that right. we've had in 30 years, none of them has have lost to Kentucky. And Hockey should have been three times. Yeah, and he should have been three. Because I'm about to Felipe wait, no, Frank Kyle Frank didn't even save year. us. He he didn't save us though. Um, oh, he didn't call? save we us. Still, I thought he saved we, us. No, we still lost that year. We, we still, still lost okay. that game. Oh damn! Jeez. I thought he saved us. Jeez. Damn. I'm not damn. gonna lie, man. With Florida, I've been watching y'all, and I, I've been watching Florida. I don't usually watch Florida like that, but I've been watching y'all. When y'all play USF. I seen y'all get exposed. 
I've seen oh, y'all yeah, get exposed at USF. And I'm like, this <laughs> USF. And then my school, Florida and them, end up playing USF next week. And my mama come back like, you know, USF is kind of sorry. We could have beat them, but we beat ourselves. And I'm like, dang, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. You know, but with Florida, it's like, what are y'all doing? Like, you don't lose to Kentucky. You know what I'm saying? That just doesn't happen. You know what I'm saying? Kentucky is a basketball school, not a football school. But even last year, Kentucky went, what, they played in some bowl or something? So now we're making them look good by beating us. That's what I'm saying, bro. We're making Kentucky look wrong. And they're not not like that. They're not not like that. They're not like that. They got moved all the way up to 15. What the fuck? Because they beat us. It's really just because they beat us. Hey. I didn't, they could have went undefeated this year. They were not going to get put in the high if they did not beat us, bro. If they didn't have to play us and worry about us, they could have went what? Because now they're what four and zero no or sense. five and zero. Yeah. It don't matter that they're undefeated. Then they finna right get now. their ass thrashed next week by probably Mississippi exactly. State or some shit. And right. they, they finna, and they gonna look stupid as fuck. That shit don't make no. Hey, but idea, you know, but I Dan Mullen on the hot seat. I don't care what Dan nobody Mullen, says. Dan Mullen on the hot seat. He's on the hot seat. No, no, no. I don't think he on the hot seat. He can't be on the hot seat. Tell him, bro. Tell him, bro. Who we gonna go to if we lose, Dan? Who we gonna go to? Right. If we not, and if we and if we don't get Nick Saban or Kirby Smart, who are we going to? That is an upgrade, bro. We, we that is an upgrade. That who the NFL and get somebody the NFL, at this point. We've seen people come from the NFL and not succeed at the college level. Yes, we're already talking about. We already talking about if Urban Meyer gonna last in the NFL. Doug Peterson looking for Urban a job. Not coming Eric, back. Eric B. Enemy can do something like there. There's professional names out there that can come to the University of Florida if we be honest. Look, I look at it like this: he can't do worse than Mike Norville right now, so he ain't on. The- <laughs> <laughs> he ain't on. The hey, as long as you be right Florida now. State, nigga, you. Hey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I think I think that Alabama game fucked up a lot of niggas' heads, bro. Because like like Kimani just said, I watched the first couple of games when we played FAU and USF, like. Bro, we did not look good. Like, Emory Jones looked terrible. He yeah. looked solid in that Alabama game. So, Nick was like, oh, shit. We were right. actually have a chance. <laughs> we was like, right there with Alabama. And we beat, I forgot who we beat. We beat Tennessee the next week. So, niggas' yeah. heads was messed up. Yeah. And had a high expectation. And yeah. then we got our hands slapped by Kentucky. And we actually realized that we're not that good. And that Emory is not good. He's when are not- we going to make this shit? This is why I'm mad at Dan. Dan should not be on the hot scene. But Dan is one stubborn-ass motherfucker, bro. Because when are you gonna put Anthony Richardson in the game, bro, and stop playing with us, bro? We know Emory, Emory Rich or Emory uh, Emory Jones is not the guy. Why are but, we playing? But Why you know that was that was exposed in the bowl game from last year when you know he was switching quarterbacks oh, the whole true. time. Only thing Emory can do, you know, he can run. He's a great runner. He can run. That's what he, that's it. he runs. You know what I'm saying? But it's the SEC. You're not going to run that much. You're going to get slammed on your shit. You got to step up your game, baby. Now, with y'all back, the young boy y'all got, uh, is, it, uh, is it Jefferson? Richardson. 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 You know, that boy, he, he good. I give him time. Now, you know, he's still a young boy. But I give him, you know, get, let's get through this season, get through summer practice. Next year, let that man let that man run the That's ship. Let I'm him saying. be the captain. That's what I'm saying. Let's he going to get that right. Let's let this be a rebuilding season. We already lost two games. We're going to lose to Georgia, and we're probably mm-hmm. going to lose to somebody else. Let this LSU. be a rebuilding. Yeah, somebody yeah. else. 
we're let this be a rebuilding season. Just throw Anthony Richardson in the fire, and this will help him next season actually get better. And we're gonna have coming to the season with higher expectations. Because I was just telling Eggert last week, bro, the problem is the quarterback position. Florida has had dominant defenses over the years. We've had great skill positions, but the Mm -hmm. quarterbacks have been terrible. I think Anthony Richardson is the quarterback who can put us over the hump. You have yeah. to throw him in the fire now. Even if he doesn't look good, at least he's getting that experience for next year. That's what we should be planning for because this season's a wrap. This season's I'm just, over. I'm just tired of seeing Emory Jones in the game because when he's in the game, I know I'm not seeing a pass over 25 yards. I, I know it. <laughs> and, and D, if I, bro, if I know watching TV that you're not throwing the ball any more than 20 yards at most, and even then, it's not like it's a you know a, a seam route. No, you're throwing strictly digs, or you're you're throwing out routes, or you're throwing yeah. screens or whatever. You're never throwing seams. You're never throwing go routes. You're never throwing deep digs. Like so I'm like, bro, you're predictable. If I can see it watching TV, I know they can see it, and they're standing right in front of you. Of course, of course, of course. But let's move on to the the week six preview. Let's talk about some of the biggest games in college football for this coming week. Uh, I just talked about it with Penn State versus Iowa, the, the Big Ten matchup. How do you feel like this uh, this matchup will go uh, this week? Uh, it's 4 o'clock on Fox. Uh, I like Penn State. I like Penn State to get a dub. Their quarterback is playing very good right now, and I, I just feel like they got the better overall team. Yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna agree with Edgar. Um, I, I watch these guys. I watch Iowa. They they play big man football. Bro. Penn State kind of <laughs> spread it out, move it around, let's yeah. get it going. And then I like the way they they I like the way they coach coach. You know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like Penn State gonna take them. Ah, I'm rocking with Iowa just off what you said, man. The the style of play like they have, they finna run over every team that they most likely play in the Big Ten, but. Uh, the, the running game is good, and the quarterback is pretty solid as well. He just doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He's really like a – what they call that, a, a field general. I like his yeah. game, man. The defense is dominant too. I'm going to rock out with Iowa. I, I, okay. I like Iowa this week. Uh, we also got Georgia versus Auburn. Georgia's smacking that. Uh, Oklahoma yeah. versus Texas. Who y'all got? Oklahoma. Okay. That boy Jacob Rattler, a bad man. He a bad I'm man. rock out with Texas. I'm wow. going to rock out because, look, are you, are you Oklahoma. Do that? Uh, nah, because Oklahoma hasn't looked good this entire season. So this is the game, especially in such a rivalry game, this is the game they will fuck up. And they're – They on the road? They in Red River. No, nah, that's – It's the Red good. River. It's the neutral. Yeah. It's neutral. Uh, yeah. But this is the game that they will slip up. We seen them last week uh, or two weeks ago against West Virginia. They should have lost that game. Yeah. You right. Texas, Texas isn't they solid, bro. I would I would still take a I would take a shaky Oklahoma over Texas. We gonna that, see, that's bro. how much I just doubt Texas. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how much I doubt. <laughs> and the last game to talk about is Arkansas versus Ole Miss. We seen Ole Miss get mm. smacked uh, last week. Arkansas got smacked too. <laughs> so uh, which team bounces back this week? Arkansas. I would say Arkansas. Arkansas, man. We seen how they played uh, Jimbo. We seen how they played Jimbo. That boy coming with it. <laughs> yeah. I agree, Arkansas going to come with it. I agree. Uh, I like Arkansas this week. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. And I, I got to say this. Did y'all, was y'all able to watch the HBCU games this week? HBCU games? Uh, no. Uh, 
I couldn't watch any. I seen like some highlights. Some I usually catch like one, maybe two, but I only seen highlights this past week. What game you watched? The Florida uh, FAMU game. They played a yeah. Hornet team. Who did y'all play? It was a Alabama Hornet team. State. Okay, it was a Hornet. Okay. Alabama yeah. State. We uh we zipped them. <laughs> what for? Well, oh yeah, we zipped them. Um, honestly, they uh defense was kind of trizzy. <laughs> what Jackson yeah. State been doing? Jackson, Jackson State they, they uh we played them. I watched they, I watched the first game we played them. Oh yeah, I watched that. I watched uh, that game, <laughs> and yeah. I was mad as hell because we could have beat them. They should have won. The backs was acting up, and it's that like was hard one number seventeen was ten. Who is y'all starting now? Y'all number seven starting now? Uh, McKay, boy. Little... no, no, no. The white boy hasn't started. We had McKay start. Seventeen, uh, Alabama State. Yeah. Oh, seventeen starting. Oh, okay. Seventeen starting. Uh, mm. the, I do like the way Junior played, but Junior's a true freshman. He's yeah, a baby. He was a young. He's boy, a baby. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Boy. You don't really want to put him out there like that just yet. You know that mm. that that's some hot water. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Granted, the swag is open still. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, swag is uh, deep. <laughs> swag, swag is, is deep, deep, bro. The swag is deep, but also mm-hmm. you gotta think. Fam, you and Bethune came from the Miac. Yep. You know what I'm saying? When they had the Miac Swag Challenge, you know what I'm saying? Uh, or the Celebration Bowl at the end of the year. Uh, who was winning? The Miac. You know, North Carolina A uh, and T was taking from them, and we always play like Alcorn State. You know, granted they all got good football in the swag, but guess what? Us Florida boys here to take it all, baby. <laughs> y'all finna have the most lit homecoming, and y'all finna break that losing streak. I was just about to bring up homecoming, bro, because y'all getting you. You going to homecoming, bro? Hey, man, look, I want to, but I might have to work. I might have. I got to. You got you know, to be rich to go to fam home. homecoming now. You got to be rich to go rich. to that. You just got to time it. You don't got to be rich because you got to think. I, I was a college student, yeah. so you can be poor. You just can't party <laughs> with all the rich folks. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, you know what I'm saying. No, see, that's different because you were there. You didn't have to travel there. You didn't have to worry about booking Hotels, nothing. Like you, yeah. you, okay. you were there. You're right. yeah. But then you know, okay, when you you that's when you kind of, you say who I got still in school. You say, okay, well, I got my partner who lives. Hey, bro. Yeah, yeah, my cousin staying there. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's my when cousin, you start yeah. playing and being like, hey, cuz, <laughs> I'm finna throw some cash on you because I know you're a broke college student. So I can stay at the crib. Cool, right? So your cuz gonna be like, hey man, we got this party going on over here. I, bro, look, you hey, it's a house party all day, every day during homecoming. You know what I'm saying? You don't gotta go to the club. You just go into the club because everybody trying to go to the club and spend money and, yep. and, and being everybody face. No, nah, you go to these home, you go to these little house parties, you know what I'm saying? Go to the little frat parties at the house, that little frat house, pay your little five dollars walk in there and drink their juice. Bruh. Come out to toe up. You straight. You straight <laughs> that's how I was, bro. Yeah. I had went to Morehouse homecoming like my freshman year. That's exactly how I was, my nigga. We was in a house party like that whole day, my nigga. We because we was on we was on the strip for most of the day too, though. Because you know Morehouse shit. We was on the strip just walking right. around to all the right. spots. But at the end of the day, like nigga, it was a house party like on every block. Oh, like, party. Nigga. Yeah, 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 man. Yes, sir. All right, man. Let's move on to two wild Wednesday. Eggett, man, what you got? Uh, my first one is the Cowboys are now the Super Bowl favorites for the NFC. Too wild or not too wild? Not too wild. I told y'all, man. They right there. I don't think they are the best team or the favorites, the Super Bowl favorites, but they're right there, bro. They're right there. Yeah, I can't say that's too wild. They, they like he said, they, they, they right there, you know what I'm saying? 
they might have had a little wine, but you know, you know, they good. <laughs> I I agree. Not not too wild. Like I said, do I have them in the one or two spot? Nah, but they pushing it. I feel like two more weeks of playing like they've been playing, and I'll probably have to give it to them at that point. So I I agree. Not too wild. All right. Uh, the Steelers should trade for Deshaun Watson. Too wild or not too wild? Not too wild. Been big time, big Ben time up. Yeah, they got big Ben. Hey, hey, big Ben still can throw the ball, but guess what? It's time for the young boy to come on through. Let Mike <laughs> Tomlin get a better little quarterback that can run, scramble, and move around. You know what I'm saying? Just imagine what Deshaun will bring to the Steelers' offense. Crazy. Boy, the Steelers are going to be a different team. You know what I'm saying? He has the receivers to throw to. He got a running back to hand off to. Guess what? He got a defense oh. we can depend on. We will, we will see. We will probably see Mike Tomlin again in the playoffs. If not Super Bowl <laughs> if he brings the son watching too. Oh, I like Deshaun as a young man. I don't know anything about, you know, his legal things, even though I've been reading the stories and stuff. I honestly don't feel like he did all that personally. I feel like this is still up, up but, in the air. You know what I'm saying? You know, saying? You, know <laughs> I, I, you know, hey, some stuff, you know, hey, we never know. We wasn't there. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel that. But I, I totally agree with you, bro. If Deshaun Watson goes to the Steelers, my nigga, they're winning a Super Bowl for sure. Because he yeah. has everything that he did not have in Houston. Like, he yeah. never had a defense in Houston. He never had a running game in Houston. Like, I feel like the offensive line will get better when he gets there because he's a mobile quarterback. When you have a statue like Big Ben in the pocket, like, even when pressure comes at him, he's just going to get sacked. Nobody can actually evade the pressure. If you get the shine, he can evade the pressure. So it makes right. it easier on the offensive line. So, man, I, I think that shit would be perfect, my nigga, if they can end up setting that up somehow. They're going to have to give up a lot of draft capital, three first-round picks or some shit, but it's worth it. <laughs> it's worth it, my nigga. Trust me. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot. All right, bro, you got uh, oh yeah, mine. Uh, actually, the Steelers are in this one too. So, who's the more disappointing team right now, the Steelers or the Titans? Steelers. Steelers. Steelers for sure. For sure. Like the black and gold supposed to be the black and gold. You know what I'm saying? You know, the, the Tennessee Titans is like, okay, we kind of, you know, y'all surprised us with the with the Derrick Henry playoff thing. But, you know, hey, you know, it's the Steelers. Y'all supposed to be on point 24-7, 365. You know what I'm saying? I will say this. I will say this because I do think it's the Steelers, but the Titans have disappointed. But I think it's been more so injuries to their offensive line, and they shouldn't have lost to the Jets. Like point, but I don't care who was injured, they shouldn't have lost to the Jets. But I think those two injuries to Julio and, and AJ Brown killed them the last couple of weeks, and that's why we're seeing them at two and two right now. I think it's injuries that are killing the Titans more so than anything else. But with the Steelers, everybody's healthy, but they're just not playing well. I agree. I was gonna say I, I feel like it's the Steelers. Uh I was really impressed with how Ryan Tannehill was playing. Granted, it was the Jets, so he was gonna play good regardless, but he, he yeah, still played you exceptionally seen it, yeah, well. You seeing it, Tanny? With, without <laughs> uh without your two best receivers, yeah. I, I gotta and, say the Steelers right now are terrible. And that's what I wanted people to I don't think enough people noticed that, bro. Because I watched the game and 
this nigga was throwing to a niggas named Charles Rogers. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, bro, this nigga was throwing to nobody's, bro. This nigga was throwing to nobody's. All he had was Derrick Henry in the backfield. And he got sacked like seven, eight times, bro. The offensive line wasn't even blocking for him. And he still gave them a chance to win the game. Like, bro, Ryan Tannehill played a hell of a game, bro. He one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I don't care what nobody say. For real, for real. Um, oh, that's it? Uh, You got another one? Shit, I got one more, but it's one we already talked about, though. So it's like, mm, 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 mm. I got, I got like maybe two more. Oh yeah, go, go ahead, and give yours. All right, uh, Justin Herbert is a top five quarterback right now. Damn skip, damn skip. Too wild or not too wild? So you say, you say not too wild, not too wild at all. Top look at how he been playing. Let's look at this young man. Look That's at how true. this young man been playing. That's true, this man. Because I gotta say, Mahomes, Mahomes. He's fucking up. I said. Oh, okay. We're okay. We're saying we're going by this season alone. Yeah. Oh, yes. Right this? now, this season alone is okay, Justin yeah. Herbert a top five quarterback? Too wide. It, he is a top five quarterback. Too wide. This or not season. We're not going off past track records. No, just this just, season. Okay. Just okay, these okay, four yeah. games that we done okay. seen. Yeah. Okay. I agree. I agree. Facts. Not too wild. I agree. But even if we're talking about talking about past track records he's top five top six like he's still up there even I, if we talk about past track records bro i would because if we if we bring it in last year i don't know if i say top five he he's top 10 but i don't know if i say because top who five is it bro you talking about last year. it's mahomes I, i'm still looking at lamar, russ i'm still looking at Russell brady Wilson, lamar pat like brady. you said um that's four that's four uh justin herbert yeah. I I had Baker Mayfield last year, if we're including last year. Um, Ryan Tannehill. Oh, uh, what's Josh Allen? Mm-hmm. Josh Allen should be in the top five for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, slept on. And mm-hmm. then the last two, that I'm sure we all know can think of last two, but you know what I'm saying. So we we can name at least eight people. But Herbert, sure. Herbert was in that range. The Herbert was top five. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I had him a top up, five quarterback. I think he's a top five quarterback. Like right now, talk about pass. He's up there, bro. Yeah, yeah. Herbert, You're playing some good football. And this is my last one. Michigan is a dark horse for the college football playoff. Too wild or not too wild? Now that's wild. That's fantasy wild. 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 You know. <laughs> but, but let me let wild me say this: the teams that they've played so far have not been ranked, but they have at least three quality wins. Well. They ain't playing Nebraska yet, so I, I'll say um, two quality wins. The win over Wisconsin and the win over Washington. Granted, they beat Washington 31-10, to but that's a quality win in my opinion because Washington ain't really been trash over a few years. They ain't been great, but they've been good enough to give you a good game. And then Wisconsin is Wisconsin. They're always going to be a tough I mean, game. But now we're talking. play at the end of the season every year. But they got Nebraska. They got huh? Nebraska, Michigan State, Penn State, and Ohio State. Four big games left Who in their the last game. Exactly. Okay. Ohio State. They're losing two of those. Saying, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. If they can if they if they run the table all the way to the Ohio State game and only lose the Ohio State game, they, they they're might get into in. the college. They're not getting that they're far. Not getting they're, they're not getting not. in. Yeah, they're losing at least two of those games. Ohio State gonna take them. Yep. Penn State gonna take them. Yep. Uh I feel games. like Michigan State gonna take them. Michigan State could take them. That's three. That's three. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're getting that close. That's this is what I was saying about the Big Ten. They have like highly ranked teams right now, but they have not played against each other. The top teams have not played against each other. So these teams gonna knock each other back. 
And like right. three of these teams that we talk about are gonna be like in the twenties by the end of the, the season. Right. And then let's be honest. We're talking Big Ten Michigan versus Pac twelve Washington. Come on now. I'm taking uh Michigan all off the ripple. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. For sure. Like we Sad. ain't talking Southern Pac twelve. We talking North Pac twelve. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, keep a lookout, man. I, I, I usually don't hype Michigan. I usually be the one laughing at Michigan because Michigan fans always believe they're beating Ohio State every year. So I'm usually clowning Michigan. But this year, they're they playing a little bit different. They're playing they, – they're under they're the radar. They're, they're flying under the radar. Yeah. When was the last time Michigan was ranked this high? Because but, we don't but, believe. But still, they, it ain't like they don't get a bowl game damn there every year. They still get a bowl game, so they're still good enough. If you're good enough to get a bowl game, you're still good. Highly ranked well, well, they get, at that, too. They, they give everybody bowl games now, so I don't you got you got the Zephyr Hills bowl game. You got they make a bowl game for everything, but a toilet bowl bowl game, the, the Kleenex bowl. bowl game. You got the J Lab bowl game. What this shit is the purified drinking water bowl game. <laughs> they make a bowl oh, game man. for everything. They should be making them shit so now. Hey, sure. you know what? I got a two hour for Wednesday. I'm gonna run this off the top of the head. Okay. Okay. Will the Rays get their first boat parade ever this year? Not too wild. I, I said wild. we too we, wild. Too I wild. said we could win the World Series. We too was wild. this close last yes. year. I feel like we. Yes. Could I feel like we. Could yes. The Dodgers are still in y'all way. Sean already told y'all about the Dodgers, bro. Man, we won a hundred games this season in the regular season. Right. I want to We ain't never right. this before. Ooh, but the Dodgers still gonna run. be there. The Dodgers hey, look, still look. gonna be there. And we gonna we gonna meet them again, and it's gonna be different yes. this time. Right. We're gonna go back to back, and it's gonna be different this time. Yes. I promise. Because check this out. Uh, what's it? Randy Errors? Blah blah blah. I can't say his last name. <laughs> yeah. There it go. That boy on fire. Franco on came out. What? The came out Franco the, been going crazy. What? And then he come out the minor league snapping. Just came up from the Durham Bulls. Just bleak first game. Oh God damn! This man just hit a home run first game. How you do that? Like and then you know then you got Kiermaier, the dreamy eye assassin. Right, you know, right shouts now. out to the hometown Seminoles on Phillips. Brett Phillips out here swinging, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Hometown man, boy, bro. Bruh. Come on, bro. I we hungry, go bro. The Rays, we gonna, <laughs> I want my boat ready for the Rays. Hey, they the St. Pete Rays this year, but fuck that. They, hey. I said that last year. We, we always the St. Pete Rays, nigga. I don't know what nobody said. I wrote I wrote an article on the website that we got the Q and E Media website talking mm-hmm. about what what would it take for the Rays to stay at Tropicana Field in St. Pete, and I'm mm-hmm. like it in the article I'm like is it the wins that we need is it just filling the seats up and selling out more I feel like if we win a World Series, bro, that will really play a part in whether or not they move to Tampa or whatever Tennessee wherever else they're talking about moving because I feel like staying where they are right now. It's such a great location. I, I feel like right here is the best spot. I, honestly, leaving the city and coming back and just seeing how the city has grown and changed, I feel like this is a great place to keep the Rays. I, I I don't know what the what the owner was is thinking. Talking about I'm gonna split the games between uh, St. Pete and Montreal. That's that's. I seen just, that shit. I seen yeah. that. What are you doing? You're you're really trying to mess up the whole vibe. Granted, you know a lot of these snowbirds actually come down and you know 
uh, like, for instance, when the Rays play, like, Boston and uh, the Yankees, I never knew so many people from New York was in Florida. And then you're like, well, dang, you know. And then so many Bostonians was in Florida. You're like, well, dang, all y'all some – so you ask yourself, what is a true Floridian? You know what I'm saying? But uh, honestly, I don't want the Rays to leave St. Pete, man. I remember I was at the first game they played in Tropicana Field. I remember when Tropicana Field opened. Now, granted, can we refurbish it? Like, you know, what I moved the team That's months what I was I'm like, saying, refurbish it, bro. They got to yes. upgrade the trop, dog. The trop been yes. the same old trop yeah, since most the definitely. Drug. They got to do some upgrades definitely. to the trop, dog. You know, I, it's like, you know, let's upgrade it, you know, because everybody, first thing I'm going to complain about is the catwalk. Like, don't, it's some type of rule mm-hmm. if the ball hit one catwalk, it's a foul. If it hit another catwalk, it's this, that, and the other. You, you're like, well, damn, that's kind of hard to keep up with. You know what I'm exactly. saying? And then the attractions inside, you know, you gotta do a little bit more to, you know. Oh hell yeah, yeah. The attractions <laughs> that went down oh, over this right. was lit when we was younger. It you know what I'm saying? Like, like for instance, my first job was in the outfield. You remember when they had them glass windows in the outfield? Yes. That was a restaurant. I worked and that was fun to work in. Like I remember when the ball hit the damn window, like damn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then you know now it's a fucking porch. You can't even watch the game from there. You got a little area. You know, you can work, look at the little stingrays and, you know, eventually a ball lands in there. You see the stingrays go crazy trying to run from it. You know, that's yeah. kind of funny. But uh, honestly, man, I feel like, you know, if anything, the city of St. Pete should make like uh, like make the top of the, of the dome open up. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. Because we don't need an outdoor park in Florida. Hell no. It rained too damn much. You know what I'm saying? And then it get hot, sticky. Like, I don't want to sit out there in that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I don't know how God be missing Sundays. but you know baseball you play what uh a hundred and some games a little bit over a hundred some games you can play three games in the middle of the week sometimes right you know what i'm saying matter of fact they they have their home stands be like two damn that two weeks yeah so you know what i'm saying we we, and we it's summertime so you know it's gonna rain it's gonna it's gonna happen so what you're gonna have a rain delay because you know games and you have to cover the field you know because I remember when they were talking about building uh, the, the uh, stadium downtown with Al Lang, it was like, oh, hell no, nah, that's stupid. It rained too much. I don't want to sit, I don't want to have wet ass, honestly. That's <laughs> definitely what I don't want. Wet ass. <laughs> and, like, for real, I feel like some of these people don't think outside the box or don't think of, you know, the potential. Like, you put it in Tampa, where the hell are you going to put the stadium out of Tampa? They're trying E-Bore to put it in Ebor. Yeah, they were going to put it in. Shit. If they put it in Tampa, it was going to be in Ebor, or they were going to do the split with Montreal, or they were talking about moving it to Nashville because Nashville wanted it really bad. Like, Nashville would love to have the Rays because you already got the Titans and you got the University of Tennessee, and Nashville itself is just, they, they're needing another. Hold on, hold on. You mean, you mean uh, uh, Knoxville? That's a university. You got you got Vanderbilt. You got Vanderbilt and Tennessee State, Meharry. You got, you got all Titans. them schools. Yeah, you got all them schools there. But honestly, so they they looking for a big team like that. So right, but let, let's be real. I don't want to go to no damn Tennessee. I've been there. Nah, it ain't nothing to look it's at. A Florida team keeping it. Keep it in Florida. Keep it in Florida. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, like I said, just. Move the team so we can rebuild the stadium. <laughs> but let's move on to entertainment and current events. We got a couple of things on the docket. We got this social media shutdown yesterday. Eka, you can dive into it. Yeah, so basically yesterday on October October 4th, uh, 
Instagram, Facebook, and WhatsApp and Facebook Messenger all shut down for about a seven, six to seven hour time span in the middle of the day. People was going crazy, man. You had people like Offset tweeting, I never realized how addicted I was to Instagram. You got everybody. <laughs> I see people saying they kept uh, calling their cable companies because they thought the Wi-Fi was tripping. Like People were going crazy without yeah. social media just for a, a certain amount of hours, bro. So mm -hmm. just imagine, and Twitter started glitching too because so many users were on it. I think mm -hmm. that was the most Twitter users all, all simultaneously on Twitter ever in history since Twitter's been out. And it's just, it really made people look and say, damn, how many of y'all would be okay if there was no social media? I think most of us, more than us than we think, would lose our shit for real. So for that, sure. that was crazy. Especially with social media connecting a lot of people, my nigga. Yeah, if we didn't have it, like, yeah, niggas would be shook. Because that means you we actually would be have very to socialize primitive. in person. And a lot of people don't know how to socialize primitive. in person, bro. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, I was kind of, I was fine with it being out. That's I wasn't tripping I, on IG. I don't ever get on IG. I mean, shoot. I, was, I wasn't tripping on IG. I wasn't tripping on Facebook. Because I found out it was messing up because I was like, uh, my dread lady, I was trying to get my, I was trying to get my retwist. And me, me and her communicate on IG. So, you know, I'm right. She's like, you know, I'm just waking up, da 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 da. I'm like, all right, I'm on the way to the house. Then I'm like, what the heck? I can't get in contact. What the hell going on? <laughs> yeah. So then I'm like, all right, so it's not refreshing. Okay, so then I'm like, well, let me go chat Fade and Facebook doing the same thing. So I'm like, well, let me just see if the internet on my phone working, period. I'm like, oh, that's working fine. Okay. And so then some just said, hey, Google and see what's going on and see if anybody reported it. And this now, you know, they said it went down about 1138. So I'm checking now. It's about twelve thirty. I'm like, oh, so it's not just me. Everything going down. Everybody was cool. Everybody was on Twitter talking about that shit. Oh shit, Instagram Crazy. down. Twitter, right. Facebook down. Oh shit. I'm like, goddamn. Right. I, I didn't even know. <laughs> the funny thing was, my cousin was on Snapchat. I was like, don't bring, don't y'all bring your asses to Snapchat. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter, Snapchat, and TikTok were working perfectly fine. Somebody said, I know damn well if TikTok will go down, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> oh, I would be that man. way without Twitter. Without Twitter, I would definitely lose my shit. But um, I was trying to question that how he lost so much money, Zuckerberg. Because they lost, he, they said he lost $7 billion just for WhatsApp. Six to seven hours. Yeah, yeah, Instagram and Facebook being down. He lost $7 billion. Like, he's worth, his net worth is like a hundred and. 12 mil billion dollars so it ain't mm -hmm. really shit to him but i want to know how he lost that money well i think it was more than just the the apps going down for a certain amount of time because he probably lost money um from a net worth standpoint because you know people probably started you know selling stock yeah when the when the mm -hmm. shutdown happened so if you have stock in all of those social apps you probably were like sell 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 right now so your sale, your your money probably dropped from that. And I can't remember her name, but a former yeah. Facebook employee, she came out legally on a 60 minute show and she mm -hmm. gave out some secrets about, you know, stuff that she witnessed that had to be a part of at Facebook when it came to, you know, election time, when it came to allowing negativity to flourish on Facebook and 
um, mm. spreading fake news and all of that. So she put out a lot of info like that. So a lot of people were saying Zuckerberg purposely had all those apps shut down to wipe all of that stuff because he has to go in front of a trial soon. Oh. Right. So it, it was a lot of deep ah, shit. I, I saw that before it went down. I'm because my mom, my, my grandma always had a news on. I'm like, oh. Somebody about to go. Oh, Zuckerberg about to get snitched on. This is gonna be cool. Yeah. And all of a sudden, phew, power out. You like that? Everything went down. I'm like, whoa! You know, I did not know that. That's crazy. Yeah, you that's know, crazy. It's like Zuckerberg. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> hey, Zuckerberg would take that six uh, six billion dollar hit, my nigga, because he would have yeah. lost more in that trial. Man, and all it did was, all it did was what I think he's now the fifth richest person in the world, as opposed to like the second <laughs> or third. So yeah, I think he's right behind Bill Gates. So I'm pretty sure he's gonna get that seven bill back. If all you right. can lose seven bill, you can make seven bill. But <laughs> so, you gotta think he lives such a modest life. So it's like if I'm living yes. modest anyway, okay, cool. I might shut it down for a little bit longer. Y'all piss me off. Keep playing. <laughs> I, I run this. Yo, you can't live without social media. Why? I have all y'all out in the streets talking about something going to purge. But, bro, Dude. that's so crazy because he lives such a modest life. And it's I don't want to say anything negative about him. But it's like mm-hmm. there's so many niggas out here need shit, bro. You ain't doing nothing with those billions that you have. I understand generational wealth, my nigga. But, man, just give us like 12 billion, my nigga. Like, you, can, you, can, keep the, like... you can keep the other 100 bill. 12 billion, my nigga. Just get everybody else in the world, my nigga. We'll be fine, bro. <laughs> damn, that's, that's crazy, bro. A hundred billion, you're like not this. gonna spend that. Like, think about yeah. the generations that won't spend that hundred billion dollars. Like, bro, give that shit to the community, my nigga. Get that shit to me. Fuck the community. Get that shit. Hey. To me. I'll spread it out. I'll spread it out for you. I'll spread it out for you. I'll spread but it out do y'all you, do y'all think? I was thinking about this. Obviously, I had to be realistic about it because it's not like the movie. But in Ready Player One. At the end of the movie, when they came to the agreement that two days out of the week, they would shut down the Oasis mm-hmm. because you need to interact in real yeah. life. Mm-hmm. Do you think we could ever do that as far as like the real world? Do you think we could do that? Or do you think too many companies and people are um, invested too much as a work experience with social media? We're in too deep, bro. <laughs> We're yep. in too deep to pull back to the point to take days off. We're in too deep. If we would have started that like back in the 2010 to 2012 range, I would understand it. But we're too deep at this point. We're addicted I, to it. I feel like even then it's too late because, you know, MySpace, you know, we oh, was MySpace on MySpace was, all yeah, day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if, you ain't, if you ain't talking to people on MySpace, you was over there playing with your little profile. You know what I'm saying? You was mm. doing something. That was yeah. the start, you know what I'm saying? That was That's the true. beginning, you know. It's too late, you know. It, 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 if they like you, it's too late to go back to the early 90s. And I feel like that's different because it's a video game high key because I could take breaks from video games. But when it comes to social media, bro, that's a part of like the everyday life at this point. I could take a break. But it wasn't it wasn't just a video game, though, bro, because if you remember a lot of the money that they made, like the VC coins that they made in the Oasis, it was used to like Mm -hmm. purchase real life things like people were spending their life savings in there because you got more in the game. Well, it, it technically was a game, but you got more in the game than you did in real life. If you remember in the movie, they was like living in trailer houses. Everybody yeah. was for the most <laughs> was part. For sure. But <laughs> in the Oasis, like you could be like one of the richest people on mm. Earth. So it was kind of like 
how how we have cryptocurrency that was their cryptocurrency so i don't know i feel like if if we take the time in the few years that it would take to really plan that shit i feel like we could take maybe but one i feel or two like days off. but i feel like it will be more so uh a restraint from people because a lot of people eat off social media too, bro. Yes. So if we're saying that, damn, we can't get on social media, like those one or two days that we're taking off, I can't eat. You know what I'm saying? So mm. I feel like that will come into effect. And also like the restraint of everybody else. A lot of people aren't going to want to take those one to two days off. Because it's like, yeah. man, I want to be on. I want to post my pictures. I want to see what everybody else is doing. Yeah. That's what people caught up in. They don't want to take two days off of that. So I feel like the right. restraint from other people will push that off too. Oh, <laughs> man. It's All right, sad. man. Let's Let's move on to the Dave Chappelle new comedy special. Uh, we seeing the clip. I'm going to play it right now. LBGTQ community doesn't know. A lot of the LBGTQ community doesn't know the baby's history. He's a wild guy. Wild he once shot a <laughs> and <laughs> killed him <laughs> I don't know in Walmart. Video. Oh, this is true. Google it. The baby shot and killed a in Walmart in North Carolina. Nothing bad happened to his career. <laughs> Do you see where I'm going with this? <laughs> In our country, you can shoot and kill a <laughs> but you better not hurt a gay person's feelings. <laughs> and I feel like that's a, a very interesting conversation to have, bro, because mm. what he said is true. And Dave Chappelle is somebody who brings up these interesting points like this. Oh, yeah. that, that, that's crazy, bro, that we've become, have we become too sensitive to that and too desensitized to the killings that we see every day? Like, have we swung too far in both directions? How do y'all feel about that? Yes, absolutely. I, I totally agree. Come on, can you further expand? Oh, what can I expand? <laughs> I can go like, in. Like I was ready. I was like, him, somebody say, I'm like, raise my hand. Look, man, look, this whole, like, just imagine Boondocks coming out right now. They cannot handle that. They cannot yeah, handle Boondocks canceled, coming out no, right now. Cancel right now, bro. Cancel. You know what I'm saying? Think of Dave Chappelle's show, you know, back then, coming out now. New. Cancer, you know what I'm saying? Um, who else? Like, you know, this I feel like America, like you said, we become too desensitized to you know, you know, killings. Like, you know, you see, like, honestly, you see some BS every day, every day, you know what I'm saying? A missing like before, child or something like that, missing child. This, you know, and then we got internet, so it's like, you know, we get to see somebody literally get shot on the internet like you know what i'm saying whereas before you they you know you didn't see that on the news all you seen was yellow tape you may have seen the body on the ground but by that time the news get that it's gone the body ain't gone wherever it needs to right. go you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. you know now it's just you know whatever violence you want to see is right there you know what i'm saying no holding back you know now with the with the, with the community of the lgbtq whatever you know they run that's hollywood you know what i'm saying it always been hollywood they just was in the closet but guess what now that you know we got tv we got social media you know people coming out the closet you know it, honestly they make it cool to be if you ain't in if you ain't part of the lgbtq community 
Mm-hmm. You don't have a choice no more. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they kind of force it upon people. Oh, whereas sure. I feel like it should be a choice. Especially with all these shows that's coming out now, bro. I feel like they put a, a gay scene or a, a couple of gay characters in everything now just right. so they can have that sort of representation where it's like, okay, bro, we get it. Like, it's in everything that we see, but we don't need it in every show. It doesn't have to be right in our right. faces. Like, we see what's going on in the society today. So, right. it's, you it's know, too, for, too much. For me, it was a commercial. Like, uh, yeah, what's the, is that in water right commercial? Right when yeah. uh, he licked the guy, I'm like, what? I was in there like, hold on, I didn't see that. Did I see that? I didn't see that. That's wild. You know, like we see stuff like that now. But also, on the flip side, we're starting to see mixed families on TV and in commercials. Mm-hmm. That was something we never, ever saw. Like, you never saw a mixed couple on a TV or on a commercial. That was like low-key going outside your race was like taboo. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And we're seeing a lot of that now. You know, which I feel like, you know, love is love, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, it should be a choice. It shouldn't be something that I gotta, you know what I'm saying? We we got children. We, we people about to have children. Like y'all young men, y'all about to have children. You know, you know, God bless you with something. And so now you can, you know, you say, son, you know, you ain't really supposed to do this or do that, but you know, bam, it's in his face. It's in his face. It ain't no way around it. You know what I'm saying? You can tell your son, hey, son, don't gangbang, but it's in his face. You know? Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, you can definitely see the world changing. But we was already warned that the world be changing and we're going to see stuff like this. Granted, we may have disregarded it and, like, just put it to the side, like, oh, oh that shit, we ain't going to see this during my time of life, or we're going to be old mm-hmm. as shit when it happens to us. <laughs> but it's right now, today, in front of us. Like, Nas X surprised the hell out of me with all that stuff. I I think it's just like we, cause me and Quincy have talked about it before. That's why I just I ain't really expanding on it, cause I I don't say my feelings about it, bro. It's like it's just certain things like you're just forcing, like you're making it. It ain't nothing wrong with one y'all wanting to be included. I do feel like y'all have the human right to love who y'all want to love and be who with who y'all want to be with, but right. don't force it on society, like. Y'all are seen. Y'all have laws for y'all, you know, marriages now. Y'all have laws for y'all rights now. Y'all y'all got what everybody else has. So, like, why force it upon everybody to do what you said and make it, you know, it's you're either with us or you're okay. completely against us. Right. It's, like, it's not like that, bro. It's like... All right, next we got the George Floyd uh, statue defaced. What's, uh, what's the news on this? Yeah, so the George Floyd statue that was put up recently um, in, in a Manhattan park, uh, it, it has been vandalized. Somebody spray painted all over it and spray painted over the, um, you know how they have like the description plaque next to it. So they spray painted all over it. They found a video of, of, of a person who they believe did it. There's no face because I think they had a covering on, but it mm. looks like a white person who did it. So it's just a sad, it's like a sad situation, bro. It's like, bro, like, I I can't say I didn't see nothing like this coming, but even still, like, it just surprises you that people still just don't give a fuck. Like, I'm not going to lie, man. My opinion on that is it hurts because, you know, it's something that, uh, how do I say this? He looks like me, if that makes sense. He looks like you. Mm. He's a black man. And with that being said, it's like, it ain't like this man, black man caused anything, you know, 
he had he just happened to be had beef with an officer and him and the officer put his his uh his uh knee on the neck, the man died. He ain't even have beef with that nigga the, the shit the officer was doing all the aggressive shit. Right. You know, being aggressive, overly aggressive, and he's not doing you know, he wasn't doing his job, you know, period. Like I, I'm gonna be real with you. I couldn't watch the video. I, I never watched the video of George Floyd because that that hurt, man. You you, you like you, man. You go out screaming for your mama, bro. I couldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I don't feel like the world should be mad at him. I don't feel like the world should have. You know, I don't feel like anybody should be mad at him because he didn't do nothing. He didn't do uh-huh. anything. You know. So for people to be mad at George Floyd, to me, it just emp- it kind of empowers me because it lets me know the power I have. For you to co- go deface a, a statue of a of a black man, this man looks like me. You know, oh, this lets me know you fear me. You you you're mad at me for what? And when you somebody lets you know they're mad or fear, that means I got the power, baby. And this is just more people combating the the Black Lives Matter movement, showing that they do not care about us, bro. Like, it is showing our power, but they do not care about us. We can keep on screaming, we can have all our protests, but they still gonna do this bullshit. They still gonna vandalize our property. They still gonna run up in our... uh, in our establishments, establishments and vandalizes it's it's like bro it, it doesn't matter what happens it doesn't matter who loses their life in the process these people will never understand and i feel like they were all mad over the chauvin verdict and it's like bro yeah. those are the same blue lives matter people who was right. mad during the black lives matter movement who wanted to get some attention the same right. people like the all lives matter people that who wanted to get the attention and wanted to steal it away from the black people when it yeah. was our moment to take the power in that moment it's the all lives matter and blue lives matter. I feel like those type of people are defacing our statues and just want to take the moment from what we have right now. So that, that shit is crazy, bro. And we still going through this at this point. One of the funniest, most realest jokes. I can't remember his last name right now from the comedian. His name, Michael, whatever. He, he was telling a joke. He was like, is it really that bad in America right now? Like to oh, where we have yeah. to argue that our lives just matter. Not matter more than others. Right. Not I mean, more important than other people. Michael our Chase. Lives just, Michael, yes, him. He was like, our lives just matter. matter. Like, that. it's sad that we're in a time right now where it's like, I, I have to argue and explain to you why my life just simply matters. And you know. it's just, you know, he, he, he turned it into like how, you know, people got like, the the never forget 9-11 stuff and everything and then you know all buildings matter and stuff he turned yeah. it into that type of joke and everything so it, it was funny how he ended it but the way he started it off was so serious and everybody was kind of looking and imagine like, and imagine yeah. if 9-11 had all black people on those planes how quickly they would try to forget about us and everything that happened with that situation but since it was all white people on that shit or mostly white people uh uh different um nationalities Bro, we can't mm-hmm. never forget 9-11. It's like, bro, yeah. we, can, we can move past it at this point. It was a tragic moment in history, but we can move past it. But every year we have something going on, it's like, come on, bro. Right. We get it. Like, for instance, uh, I'll give you a local example. Uh, when the Skyway fell down, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, that's way before we was all born and stuff. But still, you know, when the Skyway fell, y'all heard, did y'all ever hear about the Greyhound bus? Mm-mm. And okay, well, the Greyhound, uh, Greyhound bus fell, you know, in the water too. Guess who was on the bus? 
a bunch of students from Bethune, black students. Mm. Did y'all ever know that? No. They just say, oh, the bridge fell down. You hear about the one car that stopped on the edge before falling in the water, yeah, but you'll never know that. the story about the Greyhound bus. They know the true story. You know, I don't man. know if this is a black history fact or not, but y'all know the song on Happy Birthday yeah. to you. That's talking about Martin Luther King. I never knew that. I ain't, I've never heard the full song until mm-hmm. my birthday, like a week and a half ago now, and my, my dad was playing it here in the kitchen, and the song was just playing. I'm like, when was this song ever this long? He was like, y'all ain't never heard the real song before? I was like, no. I, I didn't even know it was a real song. I thought black people just made that up like as, as time mm-hmm. went on. But it's a it's a song about the assassination of Dr. King and how they're making, like, they were making a day for him. So I I, forget, I don't know what the title of the song is. Just try to type in happy birthday or whatever whenever you can and listen to the lyrics of the song. They talk about how he got assassinated, how they're trying to make a day for him, how it's hard for black people out here, and the chorus for some reason is, happy birthday. I was oh, saying, yeah. like, how, okay. did, see, how did that see, spin like that? We used to, yeah, okay, I got, I got it. it. We used to hear birth, it all the time. It's about MLK Day or some shit. It, it goes right. into MLK Day, yeah. Okay, I feel like it's the one happy birthday song we used to hear all the time doing MLK, but we would just, we never listened to, we just happy for we Like he yeah. said, we just focused on the loop right there. That's yeah. it. Cause, it's a, cause ain't it a Stevie, like a Stevie Wonder voice? I'll be thinking it's Stevie Wonder. I think Wonder it's Stevie thing. Wonder. Or but you know, like I never caught his actual words. I just happy birthday. If you, if you listen to the verse, you're going to be like, damn, this is a historical ass song. <laughs> right. just, just be ignorant, celebrating ourselves. whole time. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy as fuck, bro. I definitely did that shit, man. Mm-hmm. But uh, last topic, man. Let's move on to this di- uh, diary of a mad black man topic. Uh, Kimani had ended up bringing this up to uh, me and Edgar's attention, so I'm gonna try to bring it up on the uh, right here. Let me see if I can get it. Let's talk to me. Men and I talk to a white woman. They get mad. You want to think you're mad? I'm mad too. Mm. There's a lot of anger inside of me. What about us? Black women talk about me, me, me. What about us black men? We go through stuff too. We're tired of hearing the same thing of, oh, we're independent women. We're independent this, we're independent that. I'm independent too. We have a lot in common. You have this imaginary wall around you. I don't know who damaged you. And me being a black man, I have to suffer for what somebody did to you that has nothing to do with me. I'm not the enemy. I get that a lot from black women that we're the enemy, we're liars, cheaters, we're dogs. Diary of a mad black man. I have a journal I keep. And then when I show this side to women, they think it's it's a weakness. This is not a weakness, it's actually a strength. But then when I show this to you, to black women, you don't know how to receive it. Yeah. Because you're so used to being abused. It makes it hard for me. <laughs> To get to know this, I always talk to black women. They don't want to talk to me. Men and I. Let me see if I can start. All right. So that's the interesting conversation, bro. Uh, Kimani, uh, give you give you your take on that, bro, because that that was deep. Hey, man, I'm gonna be real with you, man. Um, <laughs> it, that is deep, man. Um, I'm that person where I try to, you know, I was raised right. You know what I'm saying? I was raised to be respectful you know what i'm saying 
do, you know, do right by a woman. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I, it, honestly, it started off as a kid. And uh, even as an adult, you know, they'd be like, oh, you know, y'all black men ain't shit, da-da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, like he said, y'all dogs. And it's like, what fuck, nigga, y'all fuck with that hurt you? You know what I'm saying? Y'all played with a fuck boy and he broke your heart. That's y'all fault. You know what I'm saying? Not ours. And I want to talk about that point too, bro, because a lot of those uh, women may not have been hurt in their relationships, but I feel like it's been passed down, like their mom passed down some traumatic shit that they probably seen with their parents and they pass it down to their daughters and they seen that traumatic shit. And now it fucks with how they see certain relationships. Now you put that wall up and you don't get that same woman anymore. So even though you try to mess with a little white girl, it's like, damn, I can't even mess with a black one because y'all got that wall up for some traumatic shit that you've seen in your past. Like it's nothing that the black man is doing, but it's just y'all wall up. So, and I don't even think it comes from certain relationships that they've gone through themselves. Mm. That's what's so crazy about those situations. I feel like you're right. Like and you, right? I think it's I think the biggest takeaway I pulled from that was the vulnerability he had in yes. that moment. Like, because he he could have he could have took that moment to just you know really point the finger at them and just get angry and just you know be hard and stuff, but he he damn near broke down and cried. And the fact that when he said, I have a journal, like I actually write my feelings down, you see some of the women looking like, Oh wow, like he's not just he's not just talking like this. Like he actually feels yeah. this way, you know? So that was crazy because most men ain't going to say that. Most men not going to do that. Like he said, you know, it, it's hard for black men to open up in general amongst yeah. ourselves. And, you know, it's hard to do that with our women because it's like most situations, it will be used against you in, yeah. where, in whatever type of fashion you have. It ain't all black women. Most, black women and most women period not even if you're black or not do that to men it's hard for men to just be vulnerable like that with every woman you Mm -hmm. gotta really really have us emotionally and mentally for us to really open up like that to you because if we do that though if we did that to every woman we've ever talked to that Mm -hmm. shit would have been thrown in our face nine times out of ten like especially when you're young and you're in high school or you early in college like Girls and young women, they don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, like, they, no matter, brutal. it don't matter what they saying, it don't matter what they posting on social media, how they want their man to act. They don't want that when they're they young don't. like that. As they get older, then they start to accept that more. But when you young, you in high school, you ain't trying to see how sensitive this nigga is. Like you want, you want him to be the the dude that's just right, tough yeah. that don't that don't speak to any other female if it ain't you, which don't make sense. Like right. he, he's he allowed to talk to whoever he want to talk to as long as he don't disrespect. But yeah, because Daryl, now go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, because I just want to make this point because Daryl had ended up writing a a article on the website about like balancing vulnerability, and he Mm -hmm. ended up mentioning in the article that vulnerability really starts at a young age, but we ended Mm -hmm. up always ended up uh, embracing it at in adulthood. We start to actually learn about it, but we have to start young. You have to actually like attach yourself to somebody emotionally know who you can connect with to get those feelings out because if you store those for too long then you're going to put that wall up and even when you get older it's not going to be as easy or seamless so you have to start at a young age and a lot of people really don't have that right you know like you said it has to be taught uh you know 
it, it, we are most of most of the time some of a lot of us have single parent households you know what i'm saying um and you know for a lot of us black men you know like you said being vulnerable our mom for a lot our moms for a lot that's the person for us to be vulnerable with but also, you got a lot of people, mama, who like who got to be the mama and the daddy. Tighten up. I ain't trying da 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 yeah. You know, aggressive with their boy. And you're like, damn, I can't be vulnerable with her. And you, so now you just, I know, you just never, you're never vulnerable. You just, it's just hard. You yeah. know, because me, I didn't really open up to my true vulnerability till I got to college and I met a mentor. And he said, in order to truly love, in order to truly get what you want in life, you have to be totally vulnerable. And you have to be totally, it starts with being totally vulnerable with yourself because, you know, we're not vulnerable with our own damn self. We hard exactly. on ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, you the first person to say motherfucker and you talk to yourself. Mm. You know? So it starts with you being vulnerable with you. And then when you do that, you could be vulnerable with others. But mm. as being a man, that is scary. Like you said, you get thrown back in your face. And yeah, you know, you don't want that thrown back in your face. But the minute they get thrown, you a soft motherfucker. Who, who, who soft? What? I yeah. beg, I'll kick ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, so vulnerability I, as a, because even now, bro, I hate being vulnerable. Like, it sucks. I don't like being vulnerable. I don't like being soft on myself. Mm. I don't like feeling soft, period. I don't like feeling mushy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But you got to love you. Because yep. nobody gonna love you like you love you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you got to be vulnerable. Like, that's what I've been learning. And like when I learned to be vulnerable with myself, a lot of things in this world kind of opens up. You know what I'm saying? It when it comes to relationship and you really trying to get into relationship, because like, you know, we're getting to the age where we're gonna start to want wives. Mm-hmm. We're like, you know, I don't want a baby mama. I'm not trying to deal with that. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm, I'm kind of scared of having stepkids. I, you know, I just want a normal family. You know, we get a dog. You know, enjoy ourselves. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, all right. I mean, all right. This is what's going on. You know, girl. This is because I had an ex, and I was being vulnerable. I was just telling her everything was going. She like, I don't want to know everything that's going on. And I'm like, what the hell? So me coming home, telling you what's going on with me, you don't want to know? Like, you know, hey, this girl tried to hit on me today. I'm telling you because I just want you to know. I don't want to hear all that. Well, shit. All right, keep it to myself. So then you just like, then you're like, well, fuck it. If I got to keep it to myself, I might as well go out here and just enjoy myself. Then then when you don't want to talk, then she looking at you like you you never want to know how I feel, blah blah blah. Well, yeah. when I try to talk to you about me, you you shut the conversation down completely. Right. So don't no. don't say nothing when I become a bad communicator when I've tried to talk to you just about my regular day to day. You don't even want to talk about that. What y'all boys got for song of the week, man? What y'all got for song of the week? Uh, I got on my soul by Meek Mill off of that new expensive pain album. I got changes by Luke. Featuring BJ the Chicago kid. That album is fire too. Y'all should listen to that Luke shit. Mm. It's just called Luke. Luke L U T E. Oh, L U T. Okay. Mm. Okay. Uh I've been listening to Larry June. Okay. That's my guy. Um, he got a song called Friday Activities. It's pretty fire. But before the podcast, I happened to listen to Bobby Fishgale. And mm-hmm. that's one fire mixtape. I love Bobby Fishgill. 
Hey, his, hey, I can agree with a lot of his music. You know what I'm saying? I was like, hmm. He got a song. Matter of fact, I'm going to just say this. It's a funny song. I'm not toxic, but he got a song called Toxic. Y'all should listen to it. I think y'all will get a good laugh from it because <laughs> it's just funny. Bobby Fish scale a funny guy. He is hilarious. He is, but I, hey, I feel like all his lyrics is true. I, I rock with Fish Scale. All right, man. So that is the end of the podcast. But before we get out of here, I just want to say, Kamani, appreciate you coming on, man. We definitely loved having you on. Yes, and, definitely. Uh, if you want to give, give your social medias one more time before you get out of here. Uh, hey, y'all. I just want to say thank y'all for letting me come on here, man. I had fun. This is my first real podcast. Bro, I had a ball. I wish y'all can invite me back. I hope oh, y'all invite will. me back. This definitely is hilarious. Will. We got to do this more often. Sure. I feel like this was a chance as black men to open up and share, you know, our ideas and thoughts. And I like how we went through sports. We went through entertainment. We went through music. We went through it all, man. I feel like that it that this should be done more. And y'all have a great podcast, man. It's cool just seeing a little ticker at the bottom of the screen showing stuff like it's sports. And I think that is cool. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate, it. Appreciate you, man. But, uh, man, y'all, I'm proud of y'all boys. Y'all keep doing what y'all doing, man. I feel like y'all podcast is really going to grow. It's going to get probably bigger than y'all even imagined. All of a sudden, I mean, how the hell we get a million, view, million viewers, bro? What the hell's going on here? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We might as well be on the radio or something or, or, or TV. Which uh, I'm a hope. I hope y'all boys strive for. I'm gonna send y'all some videos of when I was in college, where we did a a talk show. I'm gonna send that to y'all so y'all can look at that, and maybe one day y'all can run it. Be like, oh hell yeah, I'm up with the Berg on TV. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, shouts out to Family Athletics. Uh, and uh, matter of fact, the guy that put me on, shouts out to Mr. Von Wilson. It's his birthday today. That man kept me out of trouble. He kept me on a straight path. Um. Uh, I reached out to Family Athletics to stay out of trouble because, like, hey, I'm from St. Pete, man. If I ain't doing nothing, I'm in trouble. I'm going to get in trouble easy. So, shouts out to Mr. Von Wilson and Family Athletics. But uh, my social media, uh, again, is Caribbean Black Boy, C-A-R-I-B-B-E-A-N-B-L-A-C-K-B-O-Y. Caribbean Black Boy, man. If y'all want to follow me, uh, go ahead. Set the private, though. I ain't going to lie. I be sitting there trying to figure out who uh who watching because I swear it's I swear it'd be a lot of scammers be trying to you know you want to tap in no I don't want to tap in I don't care you turn five hundred dollars into twelve thousand you matter leave me the hell alone go to ask somebody else to tap in shit you know I'm trying to <laughs> I definitely feel that shit definitely. you know what I'm saying y'all ain't gonna take my money shoot but thank you y'all boys and uh Facebook Kimani Fleming K I M A N I Fleming F L E M M I N G all right, bro. We appreciate having All you right. on, man. You have a good bro. one, bro. You too, y'all boys. Yes, sir. All right, man. And next we got uh shit. What we got? Movie and show reviews, man. What we got for movie and show reviews? Uh, we both just watched Venom, so we'll have a review for that coming out for y'all soon. Uh, we we like what two episodes, almost three episodes behind on BMF. I don't know if we're gonna do BMF. We're gonna do now. a season review on that shit. We're probably gonna do a season okay. review. So. Yeah, we'll do a season review on that. BMF. Halloween comes out at the I end of the, fourth, the middle of the month. Squid Game is what we need to do. Squid Game is what yeah. we need to do. I already watched Squid Game. Squid Game is what we need to do. Evan Hansen. I'm going to go watch Evan Hansen probably on Friday. I got to watch both I just of watch Venom. I got to watch Squid Game. I got to watch Evan Hansen. So those two will be coming for y'all. Halloween comes out on the 15th, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, 
we what we got up so far. Uh, we got Shang Chi up. We finished Raising Canaan, so check out our Raising Canaan reviews. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, shit. Yeah, as far as recent stuff, that that's what we got for y'all right now. So we got a lot coming for y'all, man. The the end of the year is approaching us. We in holiday season now, so we we got a lot coming for y'all still. Yes, sir. And you can hit them with the social media. You can follow us on Twitter at QE Podcast One. You can follow us on Instagram at Q A N D E Podcast. You can follow and like our Facebook page and subscribe to our YouTube Q and Sign E Podcast. And our Gmail is Q A N D E Podcast at gmail.com. Yes, and definitely check out the site Q A N D E Media.com. Subscribe, or not subscribe, but uh, follow all of our Q and E Media social medias. Q-A-N-D-E Media on Instagram and Q-E Media on Twitter. Definitely uh, definitely follow us, man. Definitely support the movement. Just had a new article dropped this week on balance and vulnerability. Uh, Edgar dropped a few articles last week. I thought, what's, what's the last one you wrote about? I think it was the uh, Jaguars you wrote about. Or no, Rod Wave uh, was the last one you wrote Rod about. Wave. Rod Rod Wave. Wave I'm going to write another one. I'm going to write another one this week. Uh, it's going to be an interesting piece about the whole social media thing. So I'm, I'm going to write a piece about that. So y'all definitely check us out, man. It's not just one thing that we're trying to keep on up with on the with the with the with the website and the articles, man. We talking about introspective stuff with the vulnerability, like, like I said, we doing uh music, like uh, social media, entertainment. Like if y'all if you guys want to write as well, definitely DM us, and we definitely would appreciate anybody else who would want to help the um help the brand grow, bro. We're trying to grow together, so definitely bang with us, man. And uh, we appreciate you guys for listening, and we out. Peace.